0: Hello and welcome
1: to Achievement Hunting 101. We are at level 281. I am Big Al, and with me today, we have Koosh Moose. Hello. Uh, we have uh, Wild West. Hello. His 08 has been banished. Banished, I tell you i really don't like when people have lowercase gamer tags speaking of which we have the return of mr rocker dude
2: daddy's back
0: return of Hello. Mac-
2: <laughs> almost not quite <laughs> yes my uh my triumphant return now that uh, that other guy is gone i can finally come back for today
1: I mean you realize most people couldn't tell you apart so it's still so it's basically the same
3: i'm having a hard time remembering what you mean by other guy yeah uh, he's he's, he's, like, he's dead to it yeah i feel like nothing's changed this seems right seems right well the
1: the age of the podcasters had gone up when he left but now you just brought it down again so that's true you ruined it for us olds
2: hmm Am I the youngest? I don't know if I'm the youngest.
1: Oh, you're the youngest. Yes, you are.
2: Yeah, okay, fine. I'm still pretty, I'm still not that young. I'm in my mid 30s For... almost. Almost. If you
1: watching Power Rangers. Almost. You are young. Fairness. If your age begins with a three, you are young.
2: Fair point. Fair point.
1: Although Wild, Wild West will be 39 forever, though.
2: I
0: haven't even hit thirty nine like the first
2: retarded. time yet. So he, he's on the run exactly. to uh thirty nine kids. So gotta hit that first.
0: Uh, no, don't.
1: That's gimmick infringement, my friend.
2: Well, you know you you were sitting on it. I had to, to jump in there.
1: <laughs> Speaking of jumping in there, we have the question of the week. The Game Awards happened on Thursday, and our old friend Fufu Cuddly Poof is like, "Yeah, we'll we'll play Gears as soon as the Game Awards are over." So he made us wait to play games to watch Game Awards for
0: some reason.
2: This is when you put the uh, SpongeBob narrator sound in. It says three hours later. <laughs> it
0: was. And three I was going to say that wouldn't even be enough. You need like a four hours later one this is a very long show how long would
1: and how long would it be if they let the uh, award winners talk
2: oh at least three hours (laughs) and five minutes
1: (laughs) yeah really unbelievable anyway the trailer awards came and went and we asked the patrons what were your favorite trailers from the game awards and why If nothing struck your fancy, what would you have liked to see make an appearance? And an optional question for anyone who didn't see the awards or who doesn't care, name your favorite category that would never be included in an award show and your winner. For example, Goodest Boy Award for Games That Let You Pet the Dog. This year goes to Lunar. And that, of course, came to you from uh,
4: the, the lovely mind of Kushbos. So,
1: I I see now that Corey's here. With the, the the show notes are all color coded. So it sounds like Corey wants to go first.
2: Just going off the list here, and top it off is our well, somebody left us a message under the name Fufu Foo Foo, Santa Claus Poof, whoever that is, uh, and they think they have an opinion that needs to be shared with the world. So. They did it in text form. They do. And uh, they said, <laughs> The two standouts for me are The Finals, coming to Xbox, and Jurassic Park Survival. The Finals looks like a super cool new BR game, and I'm a sucker for anything Jurassic Park. Also excited for new Jet Set and Crazy Taxi. Biggest win of the night is that basically everything shown is coming to Xbox, and this wasn't just a Sony Studios showcase. So... He had two standouts and other two games he likes and anything that's coming to Xbox. So, yeah. Um, I can't speak much what? to the finals. <laughs> it's a free-to-play arena battle shooter. Does not scream foo-foo to me, but uh, if he's excited, then I'll go with it. Uh, it does have fully destructible environments, but it is out there, free-to-play now. You can play it. Uh, so that was a uh, nice little... I don't know if it was a shadow drop or not. I wasn't keeping up on the finals news. But his other one, Jurassic Park and the Sega stuff, oh, man, that uh, tickled my fancy. Jingled my jollies, even. And uh, Jurassic Park was one of my top two announcements we got. The So it starts off with a CGI trailer, and that's most of what you see. And we don't really know a lot about the game. It's a very quick gameplay at the very end, but it seems like... It is going to be first-person uh, action survival. I, I don't want to say survival horror. I've seen other podcasts mention it. But it is the Jurassic Park game, I think, that everybody's always wanted. It actually takes place one day after the events of the first Jurassic Park movie. So just being in that world is exciting. And you're thrown right into basically the movie uh, the next day. So I think it's going to be, I'm really excited for it. I'm really hyped for this Jurassic Park game. We have no details about it other than it's happening. Uh, So it can go up or it can go down um, depending on what is produced. So fingers crossed for that. And did anybody else get hyped on Jurassic Park or am I alone in that?
0: Nope, I did as well. You're alone.
2: Good. Oh. You're a good man.
0: I was going to I was going to talk about Now that if your age later. begins with 3 <laughs> you like Jurassic Park <laughs> or <You> something? <mind? laughs> yeah. The,
2: the biggest win Kenny is that it's not management. Jurassic Park.
0: Yeah, oh, well, he, I don't know. I'm with you with that gut management with the that evolution game anyways, so that's fine.
2: Yeah, I always get excited with those and then they don't land. Um but uh but yeah, he also is excited for the Jet Set and Crazy day. Oh gosh jet set and crazy taxi stuff um this was a part of a bigger announcement that sega put on Uh, another one of my more excited moments uh we don't know much about it other than they're basically remaking jet set radio crazy taxi streets of rage uh golden axe and one more Shinobi. shinobi shinobi uh with the uh catch the tagline and more to come so It seems like they're going to their their backlog and and digging from that well or whatever. And I think that's exciting. Um, Old school Sega is probably where I like them best. Seems like they're going to those Dreamcast days. So hopefully uh, that works out for them. Um, Vulgar Latin also said the only trailer I saw was Blade. So how you only saw one trailer out of three and a half hours is beyond me but uh you (laughs) managed to see a good one uh yes this is a a, a marvel game in the lines of spider-man and wolverine this is marvel blade And, and i think they're making an iron man game the difference is this one is being made by arcane studios uh you know of bethesda so while they didn't say xbox uh this is coming to xbox obviously should be game pass day one all that whether it's exclusive or not, that's like the the mystery at this point. Um, other than when it comes out, we again they said let them cook, like that's their words. Um so this is probably probably 2026 at the earliest. Um, but I am pretty hyped on it as well. Uh, I like Arcane. They're probably my favorite Bethesda studio. They are the ones who made Deathloop and Dishonored uh some of my favorite Bethesda games and while i if i could pick from the marvel pool blade would not be my first or fifth choice but it would be probably close to that um i think they're going to make it cool and uh, i think they're the right studio to do it so i'm kind of excited that we're getting our own marvel game
0: so i haven't i haven't done deathloop yet but i have done all the dishonored if they did blade like dishonored would you like that
2: uh I think I would. Um Cause I, I need would. to I, I need to go back and and do Death of an Outsider and finish two. I probably need to restart it at this point. Uh but I really liked one and Deathloop was my favorite game or what, almost my game of the year last year when it came out. It's you you really should play that if you liked uh those games. Um I didn't play Redfall. Um I don't know if, if they are they the ones who did Redfall no, too?
3: I don't think so. No. Yeah. No, I not. thought that was a different one. Um, That's Arcane Studios, not Arcane Leone.
2: Okay, so th- so you don't have to worry about that. Um, so th- th- it has good legs that it's standing on. So let's just hope it delivers.
3: Yeah, I don't know about the first person combat. Like if they stick with that, I don't know if I'm gonna enjoy. I that. think they have already like- said
2: this is third person action adventure.
3: Okay, well then I'm definitely more excited about that than I am first first person combat. I'm
2: almost positive they said that, but yeah, um, I think that would third person. It would fit this better.
3: Question is, and this is the deal maker: Jessica Biel on or or off board? Like, is she, is she on board or is she not going to make it off board? <laughs> Darn it! Okay. <laughs>
0: I, know. I saw. I think it was Ooh. on FX the other day when I was just passing through channels, and it was on. Yeah. Her character is pretty wooden in it. Blade two, Blade three, Blade three. <laughs> was it three? Yeah. Is it Blade three. three? Okay, yeah. Three is the one that had with Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds yeah, As
3: well,
0: yeah, yeah. he's playing Deadpool, but not Deadpool quite yet.
2: Wait, wait really? Ryan Reynolds was also Deadpool in the Blade movies? No,
0: I was saying
3: well, he no, was playing he's, the shtick. He's been workshopping. He the uh, okay. of... He's been workshopping this Deadpool shtick for many years before he actually was Deadpool. Right, I, I yeah. knew
2: about X-Men 3, but uh, I have not seen the Blade trilogy.
0: He was Deadpool, basically. well, I mean, he was Deadpool, yeah, but like in X-Men Origins Wolverine, he was still workshopping it, like, like Kush said. Getting yeah, ready. Getting yeah. It ready. I'm I'm oh.
2: hoping uh I'm hoping Arcane is our little uh insomniac, if you will. So,
1: so do we, Corey? I can give you. A... Oh, sorry, I just wanted to tell Corey something very important. Um, I could give you a reason to see the uh, Bleed movies.
2: I've seen the first one. Um, I don't remember it, but I I did not know that there was three of them.
1: Um, yeah. In the third movie, Blade Trinity, uh, Triple H is in that movie.
2: Oh, he's so, he would be the, the, an awesome actor. Yeah, for sure. Great.
1: He was he's a got, vampire, wasn't he, he? he? Yeah, he's got the Fair the recall. teeth. Yeah, he's got the acting chops. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I, I you're right. Vampire. I am intrigued.
1: Yeah. A huge movie career he had. Um, wow, that was two thousand four. Wow.
2: Wow. So yeah, pass it to the forty-year-olds. What do you guys got? Sorry, Jameson.
0: (laughs) No, I was just going to ask. uh, Do we want that to be exclusive, or do we want it to be multi-platform? What were we talking about? Blade. (laughs) Blade. Blade. (laughs) Oh,
1: (laughs) no kidding. Uh, Oh, oh, you mean those things that we used to have on the Xbox 360? (laughs) Those are the only blades I care about. Oh (laughs)
5: gosh.
3: Now you're showing your uh, well, <laughs> me.
5: If I could have the
2: other games uh like even if they were like uh, on PlayStation and PC. You know, I'll I'll let them have Blade on PC, but if we can't have Spider-Man and Wolverine, then no, they can't
3: have Blade. Not that we really care to have Blade all to ourselves. You just can't have me if you don't give us your Spider-Man. Yeah. It's yeah. just that, yeah. Well, I think I think We're Blade Wolverine, has the
0: chance no, to be really good though. Iron Man's going to be, I think, EA, so that'll be multi-platform most likely. Yeah,
3: that's pretty, uh, Blade. Pretty safe you know, bet. Blade
0: has the chance to be really good, uh, especially if they could get um, Wesley Snipes to voice it. Might be pretty cool. Right? Not to, he's just... not doing anything else. <laughs> just evading taxes, like all. So you mean.
3: So, so they would just throw away that that trailer that they had, or that little sizzle that they had, because that wasn't Wesley Snipes no. in that, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know.
0: what yeah. they be what? that? I don't know if they'd be that close to doing lines yet, anyways. But yeah, maybe.
1: we'll have to ask Volger, yeah, because it's the only one he saw. So he probably watched it very intently.
0: I
2: don't, I, I don't know. Like you said, we have Iron Man coming. We have Black Panther. They're making a game. I, I'm, I'm glad that. Well, I'm not glad that the MCU is dying, but I'm glad that the video game. Marvel Universe is uh, thriving.
0: Yeah. It needed to after Avengers. A little little late.
2: Uh, Oh, man. What if this leads up to an Avengers Marvel game? (laughs) Last
0: thing. (laughs) Whenever they release it, I would hope that they would not release it in the same year as Wolverine, because that might hurt it, depending on how that game looks. As
6: long as
3: they don't make it a games as a service game. Well, it's a single player game. So, yeah, it won't. You know, it won't ride the charts for that long, I don't think. No, but
0: just, I mean, competition, you know, with that stuff, sometimes.
3: Comparatively, yeah, I mean, if you say it's in the same year, but, I mean, even if they just did it a month later, like six yeah, months later yeah, or whatever. That, that would be uh, good, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fine.
1: All righty, Wild West, it's your turn.
0: Alright, Uh, the Chewy Holiday Special says that OD horror game trailer was really weird and it didn't give much away, but a Kojima and Jordan Peele team-up sounds like it could be awesome. The Blade game from Arcane also has lots of potential. Let's hope it's more Dishonored, Prey, and Deathloop than Redfall. So I think we kind of covered a lot of the Blade game, so we'll leave that at that. So let's go to the next kind of big one was the... It wasn't really a didn't really give anything much away, but it was just a little bit of a trailer promoting the Kojima Microsoft uh partnership with the cloud and everything uh i have I've never played the Metal Gear games i'm not a never been I've never been a big fan of them uh, are you guys excited to see a Kojima Xbox team up on a cloud game?
3: Um, not yes, in the slightest.
4: <laughs> yes, but
3: not for me. For other people, I'm happy for other people, and I'm happy that we get that big name. Uh, and it's kind of locked down, but it means nothing to me because I, you know, I have to be told that it's amazing, and I have to play it. Other than that, I'm not going to check it out. Yeah, I what,
2: am okay. more excited on what they mean by harnessing the power of the cloud and what that tech is. And that will get me to check it out more than Kojima's name being on it, you know, because yeah. uh, it looks weird anyways. But uh, it seems like it's one that's, again, far off, like 2025, probably 2026 was, again yeah. at the earliest, if I had to guess. Um. So it's I kind of hope we actually stop hearing about it, but I don't think we will.
0: I mean, it's been pretty. They announced it. We haven't really heard much about it until then. I I think you're right. I mean, I would say even later than twenty six. After that, knowing how perfection perfectionist type he is, it'll probably be pretty far out there. I'm not. I don't know the.
2: Sorry, I was going to say I don't know the legitimacy of it, but I heard they are also working on Death Stranding too. So yes. it's that if that's true, then you know that's got to push back you know development on this a little bit.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, was that a previous was that a previous announcement in Death Stranding 2? I th- I think I thought they did that at another show or probably. something. probably. Yeah, it was. I remember hearing about that somewhere too. Yeah, but
0: it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be good to get something like that on the Xbox to have a partnership like that. Um, but I you know, those those his that I don't. So I guess the next thing would be like, are you do you guys get excited when they bring celebrities out? Because to me, it's kind of like a bore fest. When they bring the celebrities out, other than like Keanu Reeves
3: was pretty cool with Cyberpunk. You know, like him. I mean, Al Pacino—that was great. Remember when they brought Al out? Because it's like the- that's a guy. If, it, if anything speaks gamer, it's Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or <laughs> rock. the Rock, the Rock yeah. pre Rock, <laughs> pre. <laughs> when he was out there doing his stuff. I don't know it just yeah, seemed it it just
2: it doesn't do much for me.
0: It just was kind of I don't know, it was kind of weird. I was kind of turning the audio on and off. I was watching a show with my wife and had that on the computer and I was watching it and when Jordan was out there and then when Anthony Mackie was out there as well, it just I don't know, like it just it's a weird blending and maybe it's just not the right people blending, but it just wasn't like, hey, why do we need celebrities out here to promote something that I you don't
2: know, that I, I don't know maybe it's I don't know the celebrity just seems so far away from any type of person I am or people that I talk to are so like yeah when I see Matthew McConaughey come out I'm like I don't care that you're in the game yeah I don't care what your game is about you're not selling it to me so yeah it, they don't do much for me
0: yeah I would agree Uh, so next patron we got uh, Wastelander Joe to the world on fire and I still love that name Uh, I've been too busy for watching games get awarded, but I will gladly answer Moosh on a Caboose's question. Games most similar to Silent Hill, something from the PS1 era in general. And the award goes to Signalis. Unless that was last year. Whoa, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Have a happy holidays, gents, and M if you're on this week. And it stops.
1: Uh, Exclamation
0: point. (laughs) (laughs) Exclamation point. (laughs) <laughs> well that yeah but and, it's just, and m yeah it's and yeah. m if you're on this so week. and then he says oh wait recent update lego mode and fortnite wins it if the most likely most like valheim award in a landslide
3: so i heard that that uh, lego thing's pretty buggy like you can it's got like uh infinite level ups and yeah there's a lot of exploits uh, yeah a bunch of exploits in, in in that so far so so that sounds fun
0: I've never played a Fortnite game in my life, so I would not know. Yep, Blade and Jurassic Park for me, but I'll just make that short and sweet because we've already talked about it. Those are the two games that were exciting to me.
4: Wow.
1: Okay. Uh, Vulgar Latin went on to say, I think I'd give the Wrap It Up Award for longest cutscenes to the Metal Gear Solid Collection. Uh, Some intensely long cutscenes there. Uh, But then he went on to say that Metal Gear is all about the story and lore, though. That's the appeal for me. Uh, So for me, I wanted to firstly say that Hideo Kojima looked pretty freaking amazing for 60 years old. And maybe it was just me, but...
2: That's because he's not American. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, Their diets I mean, are way better than ours.
3: Because he's wearing sunglasses, I'm sure. <laughs> and, and the red
2: shoes uh, they de- detracted your attention. So I yeah. started
1: eating sushi. He dressed as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know.
4: Looks better than Jordan Peele.
1: Um, yeah, my history is playing Metal Gear Solid 1, like starting it like three or four different times and not getting into it not really a stealth fan and then buying metal gear solid two for playstation 2 at launch and uh never playing it so yeah that's my history so this new collection i'm gonna have to check so we
3: know what you're gonna do with od right
1: um the same thing you're gonna do i'm gonna hope that someone else enjoys it yes (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> no, I mean, you're gonna buy it and not I play. Don't, right? I, I, not uh, download clearly, it from Game Pass. And I just don't leave it on think your... I'm gonna.
1: Yeah. That I'll do. Yes, I would not pay money for clearly it. Clearly, the pattern would not pay money for it. Uh, for me, there was a lot of games that look cool to me. What's going on, guys? I'm usually the uh, harbinger of doom over here. Um. I mean, I left some on the table intentionally. Oh. I mean, I feel like Nate's going to say a lot of the same ones that I'm going to say. So I wonder if I should let him go first. Just go ahead. Uh, No, you know what? Screw that guy. So for me, um, as a big, you know, Super Nintendo RPG fan, I was very surprised when it looked like there was going to be, like, a Dragon Quest game. But then the word mana flashed on the screen, and it was Visions of Mana, which is in the Secret of Mana family, second uh, deadsetsu in Japan. And the sequel to Secret of Mana was Japan exclusive until the longest while. It's on the Switch now as Trials of Mana, So I would have assumed that this would also be for the Switch and PlayStation, but no. Xbox is getting this game. This was by far the most exciting thing for me. Uh, Secret of Mana was a huge success in, like, 93. It's, like, old. It was a three-player co-op game. Uh, Nate will remember the uh, multi-tap you had to buy to get more than two players to play. You might
3: I do remember the multi tap, but I never played this game. Oh my
1: gosh. I think you would really like it. It was very good. And yeah, there weren't many that games that took advantage of it, sadly. But that one was a must. Three player action RPG. So I'm excited to see what this one brings to the table here. And and uh it says that it's coming in twenty twenty four. Which seems pretty soon compared to some of these others that are
4: multiple years away. Is
2: that a for sure thing? I guess you don't know much that other than that. Uh, my fantasy uh, team is asking. Oh, that it's definitely going to come out. Yeah, you've got a team. You have a team. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's it's a, it's a group. It's a group effort. Hmm. If it's anything like Ballin Wonderland.
1: <laughs> Collusion.
4: Um, (laughs) and I was also
1: excited for the Sega games, like the Streets of Rage and uh, Crazy Taxi. That that game doesn't get enough love. That was a huge, huge arcade slash Dreamcast game, and introduced me to Bad Religion
3: and uh does that is that but does that game do enough today it's it's or is it all about the nostalgia it's aged poorly
1: but if they do a remake of it maybe it'll be good you see
2: they showed very small clips of each one of them and they do look great each each one of the sega games but yes. like street that's of rage, like a 30 dollar game max right
1: street, like street of rage 4 was good um i new jet set radio should be good just don't make it too hard please but these days it's like oh can't do graffiti these days like everything is just so sanitized so hopefully
2: it'll, it'll be the opposite you're cleaning up graffiti <laughs> probably
1: like grand theft auto's fine but it'd be uh, like
3: uh petty crimes are no good augmented reality tagging <laughs> there, there you go virtual spray paint
4: virtual spray paint
1: Uh, There's one more I'll discuss that's probably one that Nate likes is Harmonium, the musical, which looks like a Disney game about a deaf girl who gets transported to a magical world through a book. This just looked delightful. It's also coming out for Netflix. So that's going to be interesting.
3: It just looks like. And Game Pass. It's coming to Game Pass. So you will be able to play this one without having to buy it. So
1: that's amazing.
2: Which is good because we'd buy it anyways.
1: Yeah, because this. We're all parents and this looks like something that we can pretend is for the kids, but then we'd play it. Well, when we play Cleanup, when oh, the kids are yes. play They'll yeah. put it out the tag accidentally. And then we have to clean it up
4: like there was one more thing I'm forgetting, but I will
1: call on Nate while I try to remember.
3: All right. I will read mental night fives answer. He says, uh, as the don't nod guy, I'll play along and pick the one. No one else will. Uh, my favorite reveal was lost records, bloom and rage because I want to play more hormonal young women. Can't tell the gameplay from the trailer, but at least that means it's chock full of cut scenes. And what we do know suggests a super chill experience, a lot more like tell me why, and a lot less just how dare you. I just want to walk around, pick up photos and comment on them. Uh, well, I think you're in luck because that's exactly what that one looks like. Um, and until you did look good. I will say that like they, they do make good looking games. I, you know, not really my favorite thing that I'm looking forward to, but uh, it's not my least favorite. Um, so what am I excited about? Oh my gosh, what haven't we talked about? We haven't talked about Windblown mm-hmm. by Motion Twin, the Dead Cells dev. Um, that is a cool looking, um, like a three quarters perspective action type game. So it's definitely not Dead Cells. It also uh, it looks multiplayer like- too. Yes, it is multiplayer. It's a uh, PC early access in 2024. Uh, so that means Xbox, if we get it, will be after that. Um, that looks cool. So I've got my eye on that. I'll just be following that one. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Tales of Kenzeras Uh Yeah, I, I know I nailed that right. Um, that is um, a really cool looking Metroidvania. Um, it basically looked like Black Panther. Um, like there were so many similarities to black Panther, which I guess black Panther pulls from the same, uh, mythology. So that's why. Uh, and that's due out in April twenty, Uh, yeah. April of 2024, uh, mid April or late April. Uh, that looks really cool. So I'm kind of hoping to learn more about that. Um, skull and bones apparently got a release date. Uh, well, another one and another like their ninth release date and this one is probably going to stick it's uh february 16th 2024 i mean they wouldn't pull the ball out uh from under us again would they uh and uh, banisher's ghost of new eden i don't hear anybody talking about that in the discord but i think that looks really cool and it's you know it's probably one of those games that i'm really excited for and it's just kind of okay but uh, that's february 13th so i'm excited to get my hands on that at some point um and then the one that I am most excited about—no rest for the wicked. Uh, this is from Moon Studios, you know my my, my Ori people. Um, and sure, yeah, they're you know they're not the the best working conditions apparently. Maybe they've maybe they've ironed that out. I don't know. But the art style in this game looks really good. And, and when I first heard that they were doing an action role-playing game, uh, and not, uh, a platformer and not an Ori, uh, I got kind of sad, um, but, and hadn't seen anything until now. And that from the moment I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, okay. I can live with that decision. Like, let's see what this is. Because so far it looks amazing. The trailer looks exactly like uh, to me, I kind of nailed down the art style. It looks like that Arcane series on Netflix, uh, which is the League of Legends uh, anime. Um, and that looks there, you know, uh, I guess is an anime. I'm not sure. But uh, animated uh, movie or animated series looks great. And the the combat in this game looks fun, too. So uh, I'm really hoping that this uh, makes it worth the no worry right away. And maybe these guys will return back to Ori at some point. Uh, but yeah, a lot of things. I'm excited about a lot of things, and I'm going to keep it short. Not going to mention anything else. So, for me, the number one with a bullet is No Rest for the Wicked.
0: So, speaking of release yeah, dates and everything, really cool. we got Hellblade, Hellblade uh, release date. Kind of. Period, I guess I should say. Finally. Are we excited about uh, that? what, what, what was that? F- it was 2024. Are
2: Oh, so they gave us a twelve-month window. <laughs> yeah, wow. Thank well, I mean, you it's Xbox better than better well, than what they've done before. Window. So
0: I'm guessing it's I will gonna be the fall thing. So
2: yeah, um, th- this will obviously be a-, a big one for them. They showed off combat, which is something that is, uh, I guess, new in this one. I haven't played the first Hellblade. This will probably get me to play that before this one comes out. But mm-hmm. um, you you can't knock them for their visuals. They- it looks great.
0: Yeah, they have good visuals, they have good sound. The first one kinda of had like little mini bosses, but it was basically just kind of walking around uh different areas. It wasn't a lot of combat, so yeah. this one kinda of, kinda of gave me like the rice son of Rome type feel with it with the combat, so we'll see if
3: we'll see mm-hmm. how that goes. I wasn't getting the sense that the combat was gonna be that good. I just and I don't remember how how heavy the combat was in the first. I don't think it was very heavy at all. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, didn't seem great in the first one. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it it wasn't like a selling point. Like it wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to that game for the combat. It's definitely not that.
1: All right. Any others? Anyone wants to talk about? Brothers remake, Monster I, Hunter. I mean, I'm
2: there for I'm there for that. I'll play that. Uh, Brothers, not I'll never play Monster <laughs>
0: Hunters. Oh, why? i will just go through the list of because
2: <laughs> I dived the it's, other Monster makes, Hunter and yeah. uh, it. What's that blew like five? A large wad. It sucked. What's that like five hundred hours? I don't know, but I could. I don't even know if I made it past the tutorial. Really? Yeah, it was. Like they were touting that you could like play co-op with somebody, and I was me and my friend tried for an hour, and I don't think we ever did. That was pre-achievements. Oh, well, pre-achievement hunting seriously again, days, brothers. I will play, uh, hopefully not to the finish. Right?
3: No, well, no, yeah. no. Achievement. <laughs> <as you should, laughs> it should. Of course, yeah. they there's, there's supposed to be a new area. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they said there was a new area. Uh, so there will be a little extra gameplay. Maybe they'll put it at the end. I don't know. Who uh, knows?
1: Awful achievement list.
3: Since you keep, kept this train going, I'm going to mention uh, uh, Dave the Diver crossover with Dredge. So they're pulling Dredge content into Dave the Diver. Hmm. Uh, and I'm hoping that we'll get that um, sooner rather than later because I'm really looking forward to that game.
0: Yeah, it seems like I keep seeing mention of Dredge on um, TA and everything. I got to... Looks something like I might be interested in to try sometime.
2: Yeah, it's on my watch uh, what about, list. I'm waiting for the end of the year sales, and if it doesn't come, I'm just gonna drop the drop the bull and get it.
3: Uh, what about Big Walk, the Untitled Goose Game developer? Oh. Do have they earned our trust? They uh, have. It with looks me.
2: weird. I mean, I'm, I'm interested.
3: Yeah, it looks weird. Yeah. I'm gonna follow it. I mean, I'm not gonna get it right away, but uh, they've definitely got my trust to check it out.
0: It just looked so weird. Like that was definitely the weirdest that, trailer that for me weird. in the whole game.
3: Yeah, that the looks weird. Yeah. Uh, what about Kimori? Uh, you have mm-hmm. to remind mm-hmm. me I'm of sure what that one. Is. There was the 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 uh, the woman that came on uh, stage oh, and right, she was right. like super cute no, no, and no hard publisher to understand. Game, yeah. yeah, yeah, no publisher game, but oozing style, uh, like kind of street ninjas. Uh, and then they, they can see demons by looking through like the window in their fingers. Um, so that seems pretty cool. I mean, but we don't know anything about it. Is it just parkour? Is it combat? Is it a hero based thing? We have no idea what that is. Yeah. Yeah. First glance looks great, but yes, too 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 much mystery
2: at the moment. That that was the one thing I, I got from this Game Awards. It was probably the best Game Awards overall. Um, still a lot of things that can be, uh, you know, done better. But a lot of the stuff they showed were 2025 at least, and that makes me a little bit sad. Uh, 2023 was so good. I kind of have a feeling 2024 might suck in terms of awesome comparison. New names, so, yeah,
3: yeah. Now, as as for the award show, um. Itself, yeah, there wasn't much to speak of there. But the thing that I got from that, thinking about it afterwards, was hey, you know, Sony didn't own the awards like they did like in previous years. Like this year, it was all about Baldur's Gate 3 and other games. And it just really wasn't like a Sony owned production or, you know, just seemed like it was kind of rigged before. They would just always get the benefit of the doubt if it was kind of like two things were kind of even like, oh, it goes to Sony. Um, and so even though Xbox didn't come out as like the big winner, right? Um, it was just nice to see that uh, Sony didn't come out the big, big winner and it was kind of spread around. So I appreciated that for sure.
2: Yeah. Like Spider Man 2, I'm sure it's a great game, got zero of the awards it was nominated for, which is kind of mind blowing.
0: Not too Wait, great. Did Baldur's Gate release yet? Because the guy didn't announce that it did. So, oh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yes. technically not out yet, right? <laughs>
3: It, it's released and has been patched at least once. No, I
0: mean so, I mean yeah. just looking at some objective reviews on Spider-Man. I, I've heard that it's pretty samey to the first one, which is can you know it's can be a good thing, but I think Baldur's Gate kind of pushed it more from what I've I've seen and I'm interested in trying it out someday see what all the praise is about. To to be Baldur's honest, Gate. Or, or Spider-Man. Yeah, which one? The uh, 3.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that's on my list as well. Kind of waiting for an end of year game sale. Like doesn't happen I might just go ahead and get it, but um what it did get me to kind of like ponder a little bit more is Alan Wake 2. So that game apparently has uh longer legs than I thought. Uh how good it how, how many wards it did win.
0: No, you don't need to you don't need to convince me about that.
2: <laughs> I yeah, the do. DLC.
0: Uh, out? Yep. So, the, the new game, game yeah, new week. game plus is out. No new achievements, though, but I'm still gonna do it. Okay. I'm still gonna go and do it. So, sure, man. I'm good man. It's, yeah, I, I'm glad that it got a lot of recognition. Um, it hasn't really been on the charts for Xbox at least, and I think it's been at the bottom of the PlayStation top 40, but it's a great game, and they're gonna continue doing stuff with it. So, hopefully, it meets their expectations.
2: They got a song and dance out of it, I know that much.
0: Yeah, that's it's an incredible level. Whenever you play it, it's just it was an incredible level doing all that stuff, so
2: Oh wait, that that is kind of in the game? Oh it is a, in the a, game. A music bake?
0: Oh wow. It is now Absolutely. now I'm even more interested. It is. Like it's it's crazy.
1: Yeah, there was more Final Fantasy stuff also. There was uh a crossover with Apex Legends. And they announced two new Final Fantasy 16 DLCs. So those were sad. Well, Final Fantasy 16, a whole, like we got to get it on Xbox. Come on, Square.
2: They've already said it's coming. I'm pretty no, sure. No, they haven't. Or no, is that 14?
1: Stop. Yes, 14. I 14 think. is coming. That's the one. That's the massively multiplayer one. And. Yeah, 16 is the brand new shiny
4: one
0: that won the awards. Uh, okay. I have been seeing more Square Enix games like, saying coming to Xbox in the future, so I think that relationship's getting better.
1: I did learn something about Boulder's Gate from one of the awards, actually, and it is it won for Best Multiplayer, so I had no idea. This I just looked. It's two- to four-player co-op campaign. That's uh, news to me for this type of game. Dungeons and Dragons, baby. So that's cool.
0: Well, I mean, if that's multiplayer, then I guess Cyberpunk can be a game's service, so... (laughs) Not just fan service.
1: All right, that was some good game-awarding talk from our award-winning podcast. Um there's somewhat of a sad news item. E three be dead? E three dead. Anyone care?
2: Well like like officially, like the (laughs) the coroner
3: said the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. (laughs) That's one way of putting it on life support anymore. (laughs) That's one way of putting it. Like has it existed?
3: Yeah, the cops got a call to go check out the apartment. They said, (laughs) Yeah, we haven't heard from them in a while because you just (laughs) check Aww. in
0: yeah uh, it was a rotting corpse all of e3's pets yeah, running <laughs> around
1: <laughs> has e3 existed at any capacity since uh covid
3: i'm gonna guess no nope. didn't they do something i thought they did something last year
2: I-, I think they tried and then i think everything got canceled uh if i recall uh, okay you
0: know, they yeah they did they came out and said here we're gonna do this and then Sony's like, we're not showing anything. I think Nintendo said, we're not showing anything. Xbox was like, okay, I guess we're not going to show anything. So then they said, okay, we'll cancel it and regroup for the
3: following year. And that was the last you heard of. Yeah, they're like, sorry, Jeff Keeley called, and uh, we're going to go talk to him next. This is so... much cheaper if we
2: put it on our own YouTube.
1: All right, we're going to go on to Game Showcase. And Nate, you are first, my friend.
3: All right. So last week I said I was going to be talking about Christmas games all month, and I'm not. Uh, I might talk about one or two more, but not this week. Uh, This week I am talking about a Vayner Uh uh, that came out last week, um, and it is called Leica Aged Through Blood. And this game, I have been kind of keeping my eye on for a while, um because I was waiting for it to come to xbox. It's been on p c uh and we finally got our turn at it um let's see a week ago and uh in this game, you play uh i think a coyote or some sort of wild dog uh who rides a motorcycle, and uh you your family, your mother before you, and then you and then uh, supposedly uh, your daughter at some point have this ability where you're immortal uh, and it gets passed down to, I guess, one person at a time. So the the mother had it or the grandmother had it for a long time and she passed her more immortality down to you, the character that you play. And I guess at some point that's going to be passed down. Maybe that's part of the game. Maybe it's not part of the game. I don't know. Um, this game is interesting because for the most part, you are on a motorcycle and you are uh, kind of going around Excite Bike style. Um, number one, this game looks really good. Uh, so it's not Excite Bike <laughs> graphics, but it is the same sort of concept. You, you've got these, uh, this landscape that you're going up and, and you're going off the landscape um, and you have weapon. So you'll be able to switch through weapons and you'll be able to upgrade that to carry more weapons. And the weapons have limited ammo. Um, so the revolver you start out with has two shots. And once those two shots are gone, you have to reload. And the way you reload is by doing a backflip, a full backflip. Uh, and when you do that, you'll reload your gun. Um, there, uh, there's also the ability to reflect bullets. And, uh, so you just kind of like change your direction by holding the X button. It'll change whether you're going left or right, uh, which way you're facing. And if you time that right. Uh, and you hit a projectile coming in, it'll reflect the projectile. However, that also needs to be reloaded. And the way you reload that is with a front flip. So you kind of have this limited arsenal uh, in terms of that. And um, your bike is serves as a shield. So if you face the bike so that it is between you and an enemy that is shooting you, it can block a projectile. But that leaves you open to the other side, right? So if you have two people on either side of you, you're blocking one with your bike, you're completely exposed to the other one. So this game is all about um, prioritizing targets and making sure that you are facing, um, you know, the way you want to at the time you want to, and and that you're constantly doing flips and blocking and reloading as you're going. Now, what helps that is when you go to uh, your aim mode, you hold down the right trigger and you use the right stick to kind of aim your, um, gun. Uh, it's, it's a lot like if you played the Macintosh game a long time ago, uh, called abuse, I think it was called abuse. Um, and that game, you would, you would move around with, uh, you know, the WASD, but you would use your mouse to kind of aim this gun. So you could be running right and aiming left and shooting. And that was like a brand new thing. Way, 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 way back then. So this game is the same. You're uh, able to, you know, aim in a direction opposite to the way you're going. Excuse me. Um, And, but when you're doing that, it slows down time. You have a little bit of a bullet effect, but that uh, is on a timer. uh, So you don't have infinite time to make your decision. You have like a little bit of time. You have a couple seconds to slow down time before everything speeds right back up. Um, There are boss fights. There's uh, exploration. Uh, There's little mini quests that you're doing all the time. Um, and the game is just, uh, really good. It's not for everyone. Definitely not for everyone, but I enjoy the challenge. Uh, when you die, it's a very quick reload. Um, like I, you don't even notice it. It's that fast. So you're dead. Boom. You're right back in. You're doing it again. Uh, the checkpoints are pretty generous. So there you can, you can save these little totems as you're flying by them. You just hit the Y button. Like a little prompt to come up, and while you're speeding by it, you have plenty of time to hit Y, and it'll it'll save that at the checkpoint, and you can just jump right back to that as soon as you're dead. Uh, when you die, you'll drop a little baggie, and that will have um, some of your gold. I think half of your half of your um, you know money. And if you die again, you drop a second bag. Uh, you can upgrade that to drop more bags, so you have more chances to regain all of your your gold. If you die, let's say you only had two of these satchels or whatever, and you die three times, well, you miss the first satchel. All that money's gone. Um, It's not a big deal. There's ways you can grind money. Uh, You can just grind these sections over and over again uh, so you can build up. Um, So once again, this game is not for everybody, but uh, if you do enjoy that type of challenge, like that quick do-over, like how am I going to get through this section? Okay, well, I take this guy out first, that guy out. Um, then, then it might be for you. Uh, there, I have one complaint about the game and that is the music. Um, the music is really good, but it's kind of like a soundtrack. Um, so the music isn't like background music or level based music or ambient or anything like that. They're, um, they're actual kind of like songs that you're playing through uh, a cassette player and it's actually collectible. You'll be picking up different cassettes there and they're hidden throughout the the world. Uh, And when you do that, you get a new song. The problem is it's on repeat. So you'll hear the same songs over and over and over again. And for like three days in a row, I had these songs just stuck in my brain and I could not get them out. I would go to bed. I'd wake up the next morning and I would have that song in my head. Uh, And it was just driving me nuts. And when I turn them off, like you go into like the little uh, cassette player and you hit pause, which you think would take it off. Well, they load up again the next time you, you zone out and zone into a different zone. You basically have to redo that setting. So I have just resorted to just turning the music oh, off no. uh, in the game because just for my sanity, just for my sanity. Uh, and I will go back later and listen to those songs because they are good. They are very good songs. But it's just a poor design choice where it just kind of burns into your brain. Uh so all in all, I really like this game. Um I am not gonna get the first completion. I don't know if does anyone have the first completion? Me. No, 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 no. Oh. No, they're one short. There's one guy with forty one achievements out of forty two. Um, mm-hmm. so that will be uh completed at some point. I was in the running for a little bit, but uh <laughs> of course got distracted. Um and other things came up. So I won't be, I won't be uh, completing that. Uh, Oh, one other thing the game could do better is those little side quests where you have to return something. They don't mark Mm -hmm. them on the map for you. They allow you to put as far as I've seen as many marks on the map as you want, but they don't have different ones and you can't put like any sort of note next to it. Like, Oh, well, this is where I have to return, uh, this drumstick to this guy. Uh, well, good luck finding him again. And, uh, there are solutions out there. You can Google and find all this stuff, but, uh, but yeah, it would be nice if the game tracked that a little bit better for you. So you didn't have to go out and do that yourself, but that is like, aged through blood. I am excited for it. $20 mm, probably too much for most people, uh, for this, but, uh, I I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm happy with that price and, uh, I'm having a good time with it.
1: Wow. Yeah, so I've never seen a Vayner with uh, a motorcycle like this, but there is in uh, Infernax, you can hop out of, a bike and traverse with that. But other than that,
4: this looks pretty cool. That's that's because this
2: is uh, the first motor vania.
1: Oh, oh Nate, yeah, it's been coined. He's not yeah. happy with that. The,
3: phrase, the term has been coined. <laughs> Ah, oh, it's okay. I <laughs> but if But if you look at the screenshots, it, the art style is kind of reminiscent of like a um uh oh uh what is that game? Um I'm gonna forget the name. Like not dab or shiv. Uh I think it's uh, it's reminiscent of like Shiv. If you've seen that. That's the game, right? Shiv. Oh,
1: shank.
2: <laughs> so one of the things that I noticed Uh, first shank Shank, thank you that's
3: what I was thinking (laughs) yeah
2: shank one one of the things I I noticed first from the achievement list is that there are achievements for dying uh one in particular is for dying a thousand times now is that just some ridiculous number or are you actually dying that much do you feel like you are at least
3: I am I've died a lot um it says I haven't died a hundred times. I think the counter must be off. Uh, <laughs> these, I must've died a hundred times by now. Nah, you're, um, you're that and that, that's another, it's another sad thing, you know, that they, they don't really have, um, achievement tracking. So you can't see how close you are to any of these. Um, but yeah, I haven't died a hundred times yet. And that, that seems wrong. I must be like right on the verge of a hundred. Uh, but there, there are places where you can, you know, check use a checkpoint to kill yourself very quickly and just hold down the stick. So sure, if that's holding you back, yeah, you get it done at some point. <laughs> it,
2: it was more not really the grind of having to do that, um, but more so that to me that implies that this game is really yes. difficult. Um, but I'm not really getting that sense from you yet.
3: Um, I wouldn't say that it's not difficult. Uh, I would say that it is skill based, but you can grind and upgrade your weapons and you can make it easier on yourself. Um, you know, if you're having a hard time with this thing, you can, you can, uh, you know you can get more, you can upgrade your weapons to get more shots per, um, reload. So like right now my pistol has three and the next upgrade for it <clears throat> will allow it to reload at 120 degrees as opposed to like a full rotation. So, um, that just means when I go to block, it's, it, at that point, it's pretty much a reload, so I'll be able to fire again. Um, so yeah, so you can do things like that that will make you make it easier for you to have more shots to kill more people. But nothing's going to change your health. You know, you get hit once, you're dead. Right. So um, so it, there is a skill component to it, but you can make it easier by overloading your offense.
2: All right, I'm definitely more interested now than I thought I was just uh, from a first glance. But uh, yeah, I kind of like the, the the motorcycle aspect of it and riding around.
3: Yeah, some of those jumps are really fun. Um, it's it's kind of got like a little trials component yeah. to it. Uh, none none of that is really difficult, but you can tell you can tell that you're gonna have to upgrade your motorcycle if you actually go look at the little uh, menu screen. You can see that you're gonna be able to upgrade that, get more skills. Um, uh, there's you know I was gated at one point because I didn't have a shotgun. That shotgun opens a particular type of door, so it's like the missile in Metroid. Uh, And I think I'm also going to get, like, a turbo boost at some point and maybe a grappling hook. I don't know. Um, But, you know, there's going to be some mobility options I just haven't run into yet in uh, my—how many hours? In my nine and a half hours. Yeah, the top guy is at, like,
2: 42-ish, and they just need to grind out distance at this point, so—
4: Well, you'll have to get your nephew to work, maybe.
3: I mean, maybe that's where I'll that, that's where I'll go listen to the songs. At the very end, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll listen to the songs while I'm grinding out the distance.
4: Where are you gonna listen to the songs? What? Yeah, when when I'm grinding out distance, I'll. Put I mean, a I bet you there's on. like a Spotify playlist.
3: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you can get the soundtrack. <laughs> uh, probably on Steam, but yeah, maybe Spotify. Yeah, bet I, bet I bet. I the game has them
5: too.
1: The jukebox.
3: Yeah, uh,
4: those are yeah. the
1: days when you unlock
4: the sound test in the NES games. Classic. Anything else you want to say?
1: There you go. Uh, I want to
4: say that was Leica, Age Through
1: Blood. Yeah, guess what? I don't like the title of this game. (laughs) It should be like... I should have just called it Motorvania at this point. (laughs) Motorcade.
4: All right. Leica, Age
1: Through Blood. I will go next, and talk about a wonderful title called Invert. Uh, brought to brought to us by our friends at Victory Road and Turnox. Now, I played this game because I thought it was going to be um, a game like N Plus, that kind of game, and. It kind of is. And it's, uh, you know, I wanted an easy game to play. It showed up on my RTDL, of course. And this is before the 12 Days of Christmas came out. More on that later. So TA says this is a one to two hour completion. So I played the first world and it took maybe an hour. And then I looked at the achievement list and you have to Finish World Three, so I did a little more investigating and realized after the fact that there's cheats in this game and
2: you mean the uh the thirty four t a difference it, didn't uh
1: well give you that hint I would have assumed that the time estimate would have been like a half
2: an hour at that point, but Remember, this was, like, 2020, Mm -hmm. pre-COVID, to early, so, like, we were still, like, (laughs) one to two is fine.
1: That's true. Well, the cheats are for skipping all the levels, but you have to put a cheat code in and then start the level up, and then you can choose to end the level. However, you still have to do the boss levels, of which there are three. Uh, So, basically, the game is a platformer, and it's one of those... Like an N plus. Mm, well, not N plus. Like a you know, uh what Elroy calls a, a plat failure. So you're gonna die a bunch. And much like Leica, there's achievements for dying a bunch. Six hundred and sixty-six times, to be exact. And there's also achievements for jumping a lot and for inverting a lot. Uh so the gimmick of this game is you're hitting A to jump and Y to invert, and you're going in and out of the shadows. Um, this is going to be blasphemy, but the, well, I could compare it to in uh, Guacamelee, when you're going in and out of the of the shadows and and fighting guys there. So I actually thought this game would be like... Do you guys ever hear of this Windows game called Gravity Guy? Was a shot in the dark. Yes, it's also a full yeah. game. A so phone basically game you too. run and you jump and then you hang out on the ceiling as well as the floor. So you're going up and down and up and down. And that's with the with the name Invert, that's what I thought it was gonna be like. But it's not like that. Um, at least in the beginning. So I saw there were cheats, but I decided to go ahead and play normally. And it wound up taking me maybe around three hours. Not the seven that you see, Corey.
4: Just saying, facts. So are facts. there's actually
1: a story in this game, and there's cutscenes in this game, alongside some very horrible English translations. Uh, so the bo- the bosses are actually very hard. So maybe that has to do with the one to two hour completion especially if you're skipping around and not playing the game at all and you're just doing the bosses, it could be very jarring. So the bosses, the boss basically is this giant thing and it goes back and forth and you have to jump on it several times. So I got all the achievements naturally, except the dying one, actually. And then there's a stage, stage 112, where you could just uh, let it sit because you start off by basically dying if you don't touch anything on the controller. And you could just let that go over and over. Um, that's one way to do it. There's another way to do it by putting in the cheat code and you can kind of get yourself lodged in the wall and you'll just keep dying over and over. That's actually quicker, but more setup.
4: So being that I'm a crazy person,
1: I used the cheats after I got the completion and I went to the uh, World 4, which you don't have to do for the achievements. And wouldn't you know, World 4 is like what I thought with Gravity Guy, so that's where you start going upside down on the ceiling. And I went to the boss, beat the boss, and then I went to World Five, and I saw what World Five was, and it's basically uh, like a runner. So you you're not controlling your guy; you're you're on like a like a skateboard. So all five worlds have different hooks to
4: them. And yes, Corey, I went to the last boss,
1: beat the last boss, and saw the ending of the game, even though I didn't have to for achievements. So, you I are probably one of three oh, <laughs> in the Inver- world. Oh, uh, okay. I'm counting the developers. It's very know. nice. Yeah, so I just noticed now that there's a there's a TA walkthrough that just tells you, here, put the cheats in. But that sucks, because one if you do it that way, then you have to, like, button mash jumping and inverting a thousand times. That's that's lame.
4: Hmm.
1: Anyway. If you like plat failures and you want a nice little five dollar game, Invert's not so bad. It's a cute little robot. Cute little cutscenes. Hi Wild West, you've been very talkative. Your turn, brothers.
0: I was just enjoying I was enjoying Kush and you just talking about your games that you haven't been playing. Uh I am gonna do the uh game with games with gold from April twenty twenty three. Uh it's a game called Peaky Blinders Mastermind. Uh are any of y'all familiar with the show at all? Or Know that it's a show, oh, yeah. yes, for sure. Peaky F and Blinders, but that's in it's been in my Netflix queue for a while. I've had a friend that recommended it, I haven't played it y- yet, but what? I am a little familiar with the story and the characters in it. Um, so this one is uh, developed from Future Lab and it was released in August 20th, 2020. And the reason why I started this game was for... I believe it was for a target. I got my first achievement, let's see, in August of, t- of this year. So I believe there was a target at that time that needed something with that. And I, so I started it, or it could have been a TA contest. It's a great game for a TA contest because it gives you three genres. It gives you stealth, it gives you strategy, and it gives you real time. So... It's, if you're ever looking for stuff that needs any of those genres, it's a great game. The achievements to get started with it can get on the tag really easily. Uh, the first uh, achievement I got was for completing level one, which takes less than 10 minutes. So you can easily get it on your tag if you need anything for the 12 days of Christmas, for, uh, any other targets or contests that TA runs. It's, it's a good game for that. All right, so uh the game is kind of like a it's not a straight top down, it's kind of like an angled uh angled down, I guess you'd say uh view and uh you kind of follow a story of someone messing with that gang and uh you go through you play as all the the main characters in the game and each character has something that does a little bit different in the game. For example, uh I believe it's Shelby is the main character. It's, uh, what's his name? Uh, From Oppenheimer. Uh, Whatever his name is. Uh, so he can go up in the level and he can kind of manipulate random people in the level to, uh, take, uh, to control that character for 15 to 20 seconds. So if you are trying to walk in the level and you get stuck behind a gate, you can find one of these people. You can talk to them, and you'll be in control of that. And then you can have that person open the gate for you. Now, the main hook of this game is that you can rewind time. So, let's say that you're trying to get uh, you're either trying to get a uh, collectible, you're trying to get a finish the game, finish the level in a certain amount of time. You're gonna have to rewind time. Uh, especially for the achievements, because there's achievements for getting, uh, gold on a level. There's achievements for, uh, picking up collectibles in the levels. And there's also an achievement for rewinding time for 300 seconds in a level as well, or in in all the levels, excuse me. But, uh, the gold completion times is basically for just beating the level under a certain amount of time. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you, Uh, rewind time because most of the stuff that you have to do in the levels especially as it progresses uh, is going to involve multiple actions and uh, the first level i think you control just one character but then i am in the middle of it right now there's 10 levels total i think i just did level three for one of the ta for one of the 12 days at christmas and at that time i was controlling two characters so what you can do is you'll go through the level uh you'll do an action with one character let's say you're doing it as Shelby you're having the guy open the door so you'll rewind time and then you'll switch to your other character which uh the level I did I believe its her name was Ada uh she can her ability is being able to slip uh in slip around people's uh field of vision and she can a distract guard, guards or other people so that way Shelby can slip past them without being seen or uh, the little kid I guess is in the, the show there's a little kid he can also get past them as well uh, without them being seen and that's where the stealth as- aspect comes in because uh, if you do get seen uh, I got penalized when I did it I don't know if you fail the level because I've only done it one time but you it doesn't uh, you don't want to get seen basically as you're going through the level so she can do that so basically you're kind of that's where the strategy part comes in the real time part comes in as you're doing these different actions to progress through the level and uh get to the end of it the couple levels i've done so far they're about 10 to 15 minutes long so they're not very long there's four collectibles in each level um so far i've just been collecting pocket watches so i don't know if there's a different collectible later on as you progress but I've been enjoying the game quite a bit. Um, I didn't really know much about it going into it. Uh, I just kind of saw the genres and I was like, oh, it doesn't look that bad. TA uh, has an estimate of 8 to 10 hours. I think it's going to fall pretty well into that. I've done it for about 2 hours so far and beaten the first 3 levels. Um, there are a few, uh, other than beating, getting achievements for beating the levels, there's a few miscellaneous achievements that are supposed to be just level-specific to get that you'll you'll get when you get to those levels and then you'll get an achievement for getting all the collectibles and getting gold on all the uh the levels as well. So it's it's been a fun game. I've really enjoyed it. I didn't really know much of it going in. I just so okay, it's a free game uh April of this year and got it ready and but I've been enjoying it as I've been kind of going back to it a few times for different things on TA and I think it'd be a fun game. Uh it's priced at 24.99 right now. If you didn't get it on uh for as the games with gold um it looks like let's see the lowest price was three dollars and seventy four cents It hasn't been on sale for a while <laughs> yeah, that's way better than the twenty four ninety nine I think falling into that ten to fifteen dollar range would be pretty pretty good you know it's a it's a respectable list that'll give you you know and a an respectable game, and I think that about ten ish dollars would be a good price for it if you did have to pay for it. That is Peaky Blinders Mastermind. And a fun game. I've enjoyed it so far.
1: Very nice. Interesting to see a stealth
0: strategy real-time game. Yeah, you know, sometimes you'll see those games on TA and you're like, well, I don't know if it really... Fits in that bill, but this one, this one does because you do need the stealth. Uh, you can get caught, and then obviously the strategy and kind of real time strategy as you're going through it to slip past the uh, slip past enemies because there's not combat yet in the game. I don't know if there will be later. Um, but there's not any combat at all.
1: Yeah, you're currently at a scary six 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 TA score in in the game, and
0: <laughs> that's true. I guess that's just. That's... No. Right. I assume you're gonna go for the completion. I will, yeah, it's probably be one of those games that I'll go back to for a target or something like that. Yeah. Uh just kinda of save it for that stuff. Then I will I will get it eventually. So far the golds haven't been too hard to get. Usually I'll just kinda of go through a level once, see what I need to do, and then kinda of go back and like I said, you can you don't even need to finish low if you don't want to. You could basically get to the end and then just rewind time and go back to the start and start it again without having to exit it if you want to.
1: Sounds good. All right, thank you for that talk on Peaky Blinders Mastermind. Rocker dude, your turn, dude.
2: All right, well, you said you hated Kusha's game, uh, the title, like H2Blood. Oh, yeah? I think you're going to love mine. It's called Born of Bread, and this is a uh, brand new RPG that has just yeah. come out on Xbox, and it is in the style of like a Paper Mario game, which I've never played, but uh, just looking at it, that's that's what it reminds me of. Um, it is a pretty run of the mill RPG so far. You start out and uh, you know quickly figure out that you need to become this hero. And you need to navigate a world and uh, go fight enemies in turn-based combat. Uh, as you navigate this world, and it's very linear the way you have to do it, uh, you'll come across uh, allies that will then join you. Each of those allies have special skills uh, that will allow you to traverse the uh, the world. Um, and So there's going to be backtracking to different spots whenever you have uh, new abilities to use. And you do that, you know, uh, a few times until you get to the end of the game. And uh, it's it's not a hard game, and all the focus is on, like I said, the turn-based combat. So, kind of like the newer Pokemon, you see these enemies uh, in the overworld, and uh, they're just out there, and if you get near them, they will try to come and chase you. And once they touch you, uh, or if you hit them, uh, you will enter into this combat, and the combat is all its all mini-games, and pretty much all of them are time-based. So if you play an attack, uh, you have to—each uh, one will be different. Some will—you'll have a dial that spins, and you'll have to stop it in the green. Some will be like a vertical bar uh, that is going down, and you only have one shot, and as soon as it hits the green, you have to stop it. Um, there's one that is a a quick time event where you have to press these certain uh, letter buttons on your controller in a certain order, things like that. And as you uh, play these attacks, uh, you'll obviously do damage. Now, the the strategy part comes into which attacks you play. As you go through the game and you explore, you'll get new weapons, and the weapons have different... um, Uh, types of weapons they are, like a sword or a hammer kind of deal. And then they'll kind of have different elements as well. And you'll come across boons that you can apply to your character. And some of those boons will uh, tell you how much HP the enemy has, what they're uh, weak against. So once you have that boon, which I pretty much kept on the whole game, uh, I'll figure out that this enemy is uh, weak to fire, but they have a strong defense against... Uh, swords, so I, I don't want to use any of my sword-based weapons when I fight them, uh, whether it's fire or not, because I know that it'll eat up a lot of the damage I'm doing. Uh, things like that. Whenever the enemy attacks, uh, you can time your button press to take less damage. Uh, very rarely you'll, you'll you'll get a miss or take zero damage, uh, but most of the time it's the you know one or two uh points less it it didn't seem like it's a whole lot, but I'm sure it did help in in the long run uh and there's a boon for that as well to help you with your timing uh to get that but uh other than that uh that's kind of the game uh I did question about talking about it um because they actually uh released the game and up until yesterday really? uh it was not completable um I got to. I was near the end of chapter four, uh, out of five complete chapters, and uh, one of the abilities that your last ally let you have uh, is you couldn't actually use it, and it was very much needed in order to progress the the rest of that chapter. And I happened to come across an update for the game yesterday, applied it, and I was able to use it. So uh, lucky for them, that part is fixed. Um, and I was able to complete the game as of yesterday. Uh, Just a story. Um, There's been a lot of bugs with it, uh, and I know it's only been out a week, but uh, a lot of graphical uh, issues. um, uh, It's not a a great camera. If you could think of Paper Mario, um, that's what I keep alluding to when I talk of Born of Bread. There's, There's some platforming that you have to do, and the camera angle is not your friend in a lot of it Um, it's hard to see where you are uh, versus like the platform you're trying to go to so if you um, if it's pretty small or pretty narrow uh, hopefully you are lined up correctly otherwise you're going to fall either down to a uh, another level that you have to then climb back up or if it's in the water or something like that a pit uh, you'll fall uh, you'll respawn and you'll lose like uh, a health point or something but uh, little things here and there, uh, little glitches, um, kind of brought down my experience. Uh, yeah, other than that, it's a run of the mill RPG. Um, I think, and it's very reminiscent of, uh, like I said, Paper Mario. It's kind of the vibes I get Looks from it. it from start to finish. Yeah, definitely has the look. How close does it feel to
3: like a uh, Dodgeball Academia?
2: Uh, I'm trying to recall um it's probably pretty similar uh, cuz that was turn-based combat as well, right? Um yeah,
3: yeah, I think it was, but it's just like with the kind of like the Paper EA type aspect of like moving through the levels even. Pr- that's kind of what I was getting from pretty much from both of yeah, those. Yeah,
2: pretty much. Yeah. Um uh, you you it's exactly what you would expect uh and if you played that one uh, yeah that that's, that's a good uh relation for that one for sure um there is a oh, gluten-free mode so if uh in the accessibility options which is pretty much just that uh you could turn on gluten-free mode and they won't mention any uh gluten-based pastries i guess i don't know why that's there but it is Uh, But yeah, so far, nobody has completed this game. There's actually a good bit of achievements that uh, have not been unlocked. Um, So I don't know if that's bugginess, uh, just unobtainables, or if it's just that underplayed. Uh, It only has 44 starters at the moment. It's not getting a lot of greatness uh, coming from Steam, which is kind of where I'm getting most of my information um so yeah there's still there's still a lot of mysteries about the game that i would like to know but it's just it's just not great um some of the achievements do have trackers but they don't work super great so uh i've had some issues with uh some of those so yeah not a great selling point for born of bread but maybe one if you are really itching for uh an rpg like this uh, maybe one to put a price tracker on. It's thirty dollars. I would not pay that for the experience I got with this game. Maybe fifteen, probably no more than that as uh, is, is a as a max. So half off. Uh, which I hate to say, but if if it worked better, then uh, I, I would probably uh allow it. Uh, but you're, you're looking at about a fifteen to. Uh, seventeen hour uh campaign and then uh I I have no idea on the cleanup since nobody has com- has it completed, but uh there's a ton of side quests, maybe like eighty or so. Um uh, so the contents there it's just kind of it's all same There's a lot of fetch quests, so it's it's not really interesting.
0: Yeah. That always brings RPGs down for me when they're just a bunch of f- fetch quests.
2: Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things that I've really, uh, got annoyed is each of the, the allies that you get, like they seem to have, uh, their own, like you, you can level them up as well. And, and you, the bad part is you only level them up by finding a collectible in the game. So no matter how much you use them in combat or how well they do or how bad they do, they don't level up anything based off of that. It's all based off of a collectible you find and, and then turn in. Um, but to reach their maximum friendship level, you have to like do a quest with them. And I was on track to do one of them, and I, I did it. I got the star next to the quest, but there's obviously a, another part to it, and it quickly told me uh, in the, on the text on the screen. But after that went away, uh, there's no uh, there, there's nothing on in the menus or anything about where I need to go. And they're very vague about it, so I'm stuck with somebody who's almost max level and I can't get their special power or whatever it may be uh until I figure that out so that kind of sucks and uh I, I have been reading a lot of the text l uh, but the problem with it is oh, um, boy. you have to cl- mm-hmm. you have to click the the button uh to advance it and It is so fast to put like a response at the bottom that uh, many times I will uh, be trying to go through the text and uh, it'll pick a response and I'll just, it'll go on. And uh, I don't even know what I said, but what you say doesn't seem to have a bearing on choices or morale or anything like that. I was going to say a game
1: like this, it needs a good sense of humor and funny dialogue.
2: It's very punny with the with the bread stuff, but uh, other than that, it's kind of blah. Um, I don't know.
1: We, so, yeah. I mean, I see there's an achievement called property damage. It says destroy 200 containers in the environment. We should fine you. So that's humorous. I was wondering if there's more things like that.
2: Uh, a, a little bit. do um, You... um. Uh there, there are destructible things in the environment and, and you get a currency out of them. Uh sometimes you get uh uh food, which is how you kind of replenish your uh, health points, which I didn't mention, and your will points, which are kind of how you use your special abilities. Uh it's not enough to just have a weapon. You have to be able to you have to have the points available to you to do that weapon's move. So obviously the more powerful stuff costs more, so that's what that's for. As far as uh Funny achievements. Um, there's one called Daddy Issues because uh, that's relevant to the game. Uh, but other than that, uh, the humor is on the uh, the right. less side, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's unfortunate because it, it looks like it I has assume potential... TA has it listed it as Action Adventure because it. it's
1: new and they no. haven't voted on it yet
2: probably that. It definitely needs to be turn-based. And, yeah, turn-based and role-playing RPG, yeah. Yeah, I should probably vote on that. Yeah. But that was Born of Bread. Much better title.
1: Much better. All right, I wanted to... Indeed. Go ahead and quickly talk about uh, 12 Days of Christmas. This is usually one of the community's favorite events. Um, We have a, a channel in the Discord dedicated to it, where you can see the new challenge come in every day, and then people discuss what they've been working on, get some ideas. Um, I am currently on day seven, so I'm probably behind some of you guys. Where's my games? Oh man, I just passed you today. Oh, there we go. So real quick, uh, for day one, I got the bingo. Yeah, day two was easy. That was for completing base games with a completion time of over 20 hours. I wound up getting the tutorial achievement from Party Animals and the tutorial from Gears 5 that I hadn't done. (laughs) So I got two tutorials. uh, uh, And then day 30 was a one ratio, two ratio, three ratio. That's uh, easy. Very easy these days. And I've been trying to do uh, synergy with RTDL as well. So for my three ratio achievement, I got uh, an achievement in The Sims 4 that I hadn't got. Cause I used uh, Bill, Bill's excellent video walkthrough, but it's like four years old at this point and some of the stuff is not working. You have to download stuff from the store in-game gallery and it's it's a whole thing but basically there's an achievement loving it's a lovely achievement called black widow for having one of your sims outlive five different spouses so (laughs) you have to basically you make a young lady and you keep making elderly men and keep marrying them and then you keep um Having woohoo with them until they die of exertion. <laughs> so it's fun, but it takes a while. And there used to be a way where you just download the them and they died instantly, but that doesn't work anymore. Um, day four, you need to play a game or have an achievement name containing the letters E, V, I, and L in any order. I played. Void Gore, and got the uh, Big Collector 4, 5, 6, and 7 achievements. So that one, I luckily had an easy one lined up. Uh, Day 5, it was for High Five Rush, where you have to do hack and slash and music games. And I went back to a game that I started back in 2018, which is Deadpool. And the interesting thing about contests like this is I probably last played Deadpool for 12 days of Christmas last year and I laugh every time I play it I enjoy it and I can't see myself going back to it now that I uh, (laughs) got what I needed out of it but I did the first two levels and I enjoyed it so hopefully it shows up on something else along the way it is very sad that that happened uh day six is six achievements in games with the crossplay feature. I used Killer Instinct, Halo Infinite, and Power Wash Simulator, which is why I've been playing Power Wash lately. Uh, you'll be proud of me, Jameson. I did the Greased Lightning achievement in Halo Infinite. The speed run in the speed run in the tutorial. Oh nice. And I actually did it pretty quickly. It didn't take me yeah. very long. It took me maybe I don't know, 10 tries. The hardest part was if you fail, you have to like run back to the beginning and start it again. But I found a nice video that shows you Uh. some shortcuts of where to jump up, and you have to jump on the ledges. And that's one of the highest ratios in the game. It's like a 3.84 ratio for something that takes 25 seconds. (laughs) So I was proud of myself for that one. And last but not least, I am I'm on day seven, which is seven retro titles. Nice. And you have to get achievements in games published or developed by Capcom, Konami, Rare, Sega, Square Enix, Electronic Arts, or Activision. And while I'm at it, I've just been playing more Power Wash Simulator. So that's, that's what I have been doing. And I've been having a lot of fun with it, like I always do. Uh, Jameson, did you want to discuss your stuff? If anything come to mind? You don't have to be as thorough as I am. I'm I'm crazy. You can just talk about anything that that strikes your fancy.
0: <laughs> no, I just uh, so yeah, I just mm-hmm. finished uh, the set. I just finished seven today. I used uh, Dead Space Ignition, which is uh, kind of like a Xbox 360 game on Game Pass. So I might talk oh, about nice. that in the future. Um, but now I'm on the Star Wars or action adventure genre one, level eight. So I'll probably do that either after the podcast or start or start some tomorrow, and then just uh, finish it up. Oh yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed it. It's my favorite event. What's the relevance? I've with always enjoyed it. Yeah, eight
1: and Star Wars. Is there something I'm missing? A uh,
0: Jedi Jedi Survivor came out this year. Star plus war that, that, I mean, equals is true letters.
1: Is that the actual answer? <laughs> yeah.
2: Non-mad podcast. I don't know. But is, is
1: there anything that you... Anything that you
0: played? Eight Geese of So Dead Space Ignition the is a game Geese-A-Lan. that you wouldn't have
1: played otherwise? Like, any other things like that?
0: I... Uh, I had no recollection of that game until mm-hmm. it came on when I was looking for a game that I needed to play for that and trying to find a game. Uh, I did start Jurassic World Evolution for the evil one. Um, I had started it for the challenge before it, and then uh, it came uh, when I was doing evil. I was like, oh, that was just a nice coincidence because Jurassic Park Evolution had all the, the right words in there for that. So that was a nice one. Uh for me on that one i I enjoyed that quite a bit uh i'm I'm looking forward to going in there uh, and doing some more in that uh but other than that i don't really have anything else yet that's probably been the game for me that i've enjoyed playing the most was jurassic park i'm on the first first level there
3: so here's my guess Eight maids and milking. Oh, that's what so. It was. All I'm thinking is that they're thinking about that, that blue milk is, is the only thing I can think. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can get like we can get like Freem's uh insider, you know, inside baseball talk on why these things are based or uh, you know, themed the way they are.
0: Uh, aren't they they're themed on games that released this year, yes. right? Isn't that what they're trying to do? Yeah, but okay. like,
3: like maybe that was the connection. Like, oh, oh okay. it's the blue okay. milk, yeah, you know, who, I see
2: who knows, right? Well, it said it says eight bantha's milk yeah. is that what makes the milk
3: yeah yes, alright well that's gross okay. good, that, job that this thing. Yeah.
1: good job that's good job Nate how about you beware that
4: turtles should beware
3: uh, how about me I'm on oh, what day am I on I don't even know I'm just yeah I'm, I'm chipping away at it I'm having fun I'm just going for quick stuff not you know looking to uh you know be the best at exercising. Uh so yeah, so I'm uh, ten assassins leaping right now and I'm just looking for things that aren't palgi um because I don't want to just burn all my palgies. Uh, those are great for spelling challenges. Uh and I don't really want to burn them just for you know. Well, I have games that you know, I have series. a series for you. So I'm Nate. trying to find other stuff. So this one might take <laughs> me a little bit longer.
4: Halo. <laughs>
1: come on
0: you love it
3: yeah i also never want to play halo so
0: no i'm i'm the same way i I, whenever i'm looking for something i'm always one of i always have to think about that do i want to use that game now or do i want to save it for maybe something in the future
3: the palgies are just so good for spelling challenges like i need a quick you know whatever well palgy takes you like you know two minutes to get to like it takes it takes longer to download it than it takes to get these EG, yeah, eg And so. And
0: they usually do some weird letters, too, like a Q or a, an X or something in there, or a Y. They usually have something Absolutely. weird. I mean,
1: have you been playing anything that you Different. normally wouldn't have that fit
4: one of the categories?
0: Um,
3: no, not really. For the most part, I'm I'm trying to you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to play games that I'm playing recently, so I'm not just straying too far away. But, you know, that's not possible sometimes. Like, uh, I was able to slam out a bunch of McPixel. I was able to slam out a lot of uh, Forgotten Anne. So I'm trying to to play as few games as possible in order to get these things done. Um, yeah, I also use Battle Axe on day five. I used JoJo's Bazaar What's It Call It on six. And I used uh, Island Saver on day four. So I'm just trying to minimize the amount of games that I'm cracking open for each one of these. But these, uh, Day 9 and Day 10, uh, well, Day 9, specifically, I had to jump from game to game because uh, that was a spelling challenge, and I'm not going to burn my letters in Pau-Gi. Um <laughs> And then <laughs> Challenge 10, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'll get it in one game. I'm going to have to hop around. I'm not going to play Halo. Um, I
1: haven't gone that far uh, yet, so uh, I don't uh, even know what we'll is see. included. But I'm pretty sure I was told... Well, let me go, let me go back. Um, So, challenge eight is the eight Banthas milking. So that's for eight achievements in action adventure genre or Star Wars games. Uh, Challenge nine is nine planets exploring. So you have to spell Starfield using the first letter of your achievement names. Uh, Challenge 10 is 10 assassins leaping, which as discussed is 10 achievements from games that are part of a series or franchise with 10 or more entries. Now, I've heard that stacks count. So, like, Bioshock is there because there's 10.
2: Yes, it's it's not distinct. It's not 10 distinct entries. So, like, Minecraft right. counts because like, Minecraft That's exists everywhere. Each one is a different one?
1: I once again have a grammar qualm with this apostrophe in Assassins. Like, I know in Assassin's Creed there is one, but there shouldn't be one here. Come on. 10 Assassins. Get rid of the apostrophe. Dream. Challenge eleven. Eleven puppets lying. Does uh of P have all all secret achievements? I'm guessing it does. Oh.
2: <laughs> oh no, okay. but it doesn't. It has a lot, but not not. We're in eleven. I mean, you achievements. Could probably fill this out, but that's not going to be quick. Uh, so oh. I, i'm i'm on day, day 12 uh I'm, let me tell you day 11 ah, oh. and day 12 suck uh well we'll get there we'll get there because as you said 11 is earn 11 secret achievements and you're it's, you're gonna be hard-pressed there's probably games out there that you could do all this in one game i got half of them in soko bunny luckily uh but i did have to jump around do a couple of others, and I do have to give you thanks, it's, L, because you helped awesome. me with one of these without even knowing it. Um, yeah, there. I got two achievements uh, that were secret, and all I had to do was view the credits, and one of them was on Freedom Finger, and you had the guide I to tell did. me where the credits were. So thanks. I did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why oh, you yeah. felt he you wrote a guide.
1: guide <laughs> but. That's that's news to me. <laughs>
2: I can read it verbatim <laughs> if you want. You know, start the game. Scroll right and find the options.
1: No. Hit down
2: six times. <laughs> Why don't I remember? That? And click on credit. That's yeah, you did. And then um, and then to day 12. So I usually get these done early in the day. This is the only one I haven't um, for two reasons. One, so so the, the challenge is 12 stars connecting. So sea of stars. And it's link frog. So the first letter of the achievement needs to match the last letter of the previous achievement that you earned. Um, obviously, if you have stuff in between that is invalid, that's fine. But you're, you won't count in the list until you have that match from last letter to first letter. And I, I need to warn you guys so you don't repeat my mistakes. First off uh you you need to click start with this one so you have to specifically say when you're going to start it um that wasn't my problem my problem is i didn't read all of the valid stuff because we've done these before and it's worked but the achievements uh to be valid must end in an no, english no. letter um so i picked being <laughs> the smart guy i am explosive jake which every achievement is level 19 level 20 level 21 so on and so forth well those number those numbers made that invalid and i scanned in 12 of them thinking i got this on lock nothing nothing tracked uh nothing was valid so i had to uh go back to the drawing board and i just picked a random one and i'm just gonna go from there i think i have like three or four but i'm out of scans i'm not pro I'm not going to pay for Pro just to finish this last day. I'll have to see what it is because I'm confused at now what I've unlocked and what counts and what. So day 12 is sucking for me. Um, Everything else has been like mostly one game's worth. Um, So, yeah, day 11 and 12 are probably my two worst. I was just
1: looking through my valid achievements for secret and the one that makes the most sense, I believe that should be easy, is uh, Coffee Talk Two. Seems to have a lot of secret achievements, but I'm sure. And, and the Bioshock games have. There's a lot more than you would think. They, if you're looking at TA and you have the secret thing on check, they all show up for you. But
2: I'm also looking for stuff that's like under an hour, yeah, two max. I get it. I mean, I mean, you you have till the end of the month, so there's no rush. I just well, like kooch. Like this is fun, but I kind of just want to do it, get it done with. I got other stuff I need to get to. You know, we got oh, we got we Game Pass coming up soon. Man. We got to figure out what we have to play.
3: Absolutely. Hopefully, we can oh, podcast Last year, I think we had like a communications blackout. You were yeah, in the you were, last, right. last half of December and the first half of I July, remember, uh, June. That's true june january yeah you were you had i the was most sad
1: you were, you were disappointed you were scared you, you... <laughs> <Yeah>. grief
3: <laughs> i went through all the stages yeah and and then I finally came back yeah uh, melissa McGame pass did me dirty uh and she finally came back and started talking um so hopefully we'll, we'll get that uh we won't have that communication block yet. Hopefully they'll have uh, figured it out and scheduled their uh, their posts it's when fun. everyone went out for vacation. So we'll see.
1: All right. So I hope everybody's having fun with the 12 Days of Christmas contest. Well, not really a contest, but uh, the event on TA. Community event. Thanks to Freem and the event team for all of that. Very fun. And with that, we have Sales. Hey KUSH, what tabs you got open?
3: Oh, not much. Seems like the sales are kind of weak. Uh, right, now, right about now, I guess the end of the year stuff uh, is coming or came. Do we usually? We haven't there? had the end of the year sales yet, right? Hopefully,
0: kind of had some EA play stuff. A little bit. I would. Yeah, we we, we had
3: some of that stuff. I feel like we didn't have like blowout yeah. sales yet. Um, or you know, so I don't know. I'm hoping for more. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll get it like this. You know, next week is when we'll get the big sales. Uh, and that's why things it's kind of it's so great right now. Uh, but let's move ahead. Uh, we have Shaked on a Plane, two dollars down from 20. This is a party game, it's basically overcooked on a plane. Uh, you know, not really my jam, but hey, it's you know, 10th of the, the price. So check it out. Um, next up, Alba, a wildlife adventure, eight dollars down from 20. This is uh, an adventure game, two to three hours, and I talked about it on level 205. I thought it was a great, uh, what they call a cozy game, right? Cozy? I guess the, the new term for these types of games. And uh, it was fun, kind of a kiddie, you know, kids type game. But I had a good time and my daughter played it. Uh, she actually played most of it. I had to do a little bit of cleanup, but uh, she she experienced most of it and it was great for her. And she was, uh, I think, eight or nine uh when she did that so
6: uh, next up <laughs> leisure Suit
3: larry say that. wet You just don't dry say that. Uh, it's four dollars <laughs> down from forty uh it's an adventure don't let your daughter play that <laughs> one yes no this is not for her uh this is four dollars down from forty it's an adventure point and click
2: well,
3: six to eight such... hours with a walkthrough um, I love the <laughs> Sierra games fun. um and this is one of them this is one of them uh but you know the the adult side of the point and click uh, CRI games. Uh, and then next up, we have Wild Hearts, nine dollars down from 90. So, also a huge discount. Action Adventure. This is EA's answer to Monster Hunter. Uh, it's eight to a hundred hours. Uh, and it's on EA Play right now, but you just never know when that's going to go away. Um, so if this is your jam, uh, get it. That's a great price. You got quite
0: the uh, different styles going from Alba, as you said, cozy to I'm uh... Shoot Larry.
3: Yeah, yeah, cozy and sleazy. Cozy
0: and sleazy. There you Mate. go. <laughs> my
3: two favorite awards. Yeah. I
0: was going to say the new, new
4: tagline for, for my card.
1: Can you play that on your computer by any chance? Oh, <laughs> no! You I can't play <laughs> it. I want to uh, play it at, I work, play it at no. work. I just want to play with the keyboard. I, the keyboard only, a mouse, I haven't so. played any of the new <laughs>
3: ones.
2: I've played this one. I've played this one exactly. Uh, I, I didn't... I like the 3D Leisure shoot Lair games for no particular reason, so I, I had to use a guide to get through it. But is it funny? Was
1: uh, that someone it, smart? I don't think Nate. it
2: was. I don't yeah, know. You're, Maybe you're I've matured.
1: Very... <laughs> yes, there's an achievement called Grabber by the Pixel for meeting the president. This is amazing. I'm buying it right now. <laughs> I'll explain it to
3: you later. <laughs> now, I played the PC games or the Mac games way back when, but I haven't played any of these more recent Leisure Suit Larrys. So, I, I mean, I played them before. You know, they got past like two or three. Like, I played Leisure Suit Larry, like the first one. Uh, right, that's with good what news. I I'm going to
1: recommend amazing, uh, easy Gamerscore games. Uh, Mushroom Quest is 74 cents, worth two thousand Gamerscore. And Mushroom Savior is $1.74, in which we just got notified that this game is now up to 5,000 gamer score. And what they do in Mushroom Savior to add gamer score is just add secret crystals in each level, and you just go into the level and you find the crystal, and you're 200 gamer score richer. And it's very easy. If you're into this kind of thing, it's always fun to see these things first hit VA, because right now, It's worth 14,000 TA. This makes me laugh. It's always fun during G-Task when this stuff happens and people are panicking because of the decay. All right, Wild West. What do you got?
0: Uh, I just got the one game this week. Uh, I'm going to recommend High on Life. DLC bundle, so you get the game and the DLC that released. It's uh, a nineteen ninety nine down from forty nine ninety nine. So uh, I, I don't think there's been a rumor yet if this is leaving Game Pass, but just to own it, if you want to own it and not uh, worry about any kind of closure from Game Pass, I think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good deal. Maybe it'll go cheaper. Who knows? But it good is.
2: uh with... We are at the anniversary of it, so yeah. it, if it. Misses this mid-December mark. We might be okay, but yeah, that's a good deal.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember. I think it came out last December, right? Yeah, that is.
2: It did, yeah. And then the DLC is like more recent, like within the past couple months.
0: Yeah. I could see it staying on a little bit longer just to try to get some DLC sales from it. Who knows? Well, that's Who knows? If you want to own it, good price right now. I'm kind of following suit this week as well. Uh I
2: didn't see much on there, uh but there is a Game Pass game uh that is a good discount and that is Deathloop. Uh I know not everybody has Game Pass or you just like to own your stuff and Deathloop is $12 down from 60. Um the base version uh, is fine. Uh, there is a deluxe edition if you want to pay a few bucks more and you get um some unique weapons and some uh buffs. They have like these trinkets that you can uh, equip. Uh Probably not worth it, but if if you like that extra stuff, a few more dollars is uh, not a bad price. One of the my favorite games of last year that I played, so uh, definitely look into Deathloop.
1: Very nice, very nice. Okay. We do have some limited Game Pass news. Of course, keep in mind that Nate and Freem have a newish segment called Game Passable. And you guys do that every other week, more
4: or less, right?
3: Yeah, we like to do one at the beginning of the month and then uh, one two weeks later. I'm trying to just forecast out. In
1: which Freem gets, gets his, his crystal ball in two months. And Nate gets his magic eight ball. And they <laughs> play with their ball. Uh, they predict what's going to happen <laughs> in the future. And and if you hit a exclamation point game pass in the Discord, right, you could see an amazing spreadsheet with some wildly accurate predictions so I recommend.
3: Yeah, that's the that's the front end of, of Freem's prediction. He likes it in the back. End. He keeps all the back end yeah. data to himself, but that's where he um, posts. Yeah, he posts the two month out kind of guess uh, and, and bans them out by like, you know, 75%, 50%, you know, almost certain, that sort of stuff. So it's just guessing based on publisher data and previous uh, Game Pass entries, so. There you go. Check out the segment. Um and you'll hear more about it. Plus you want well, I'm excited to bridge.
1: try Goat Simulator three. Oh my gosh. I am one of the, you know, three people also who liked Goat Simulator. But I think this one's like four players. Oh man. We should simul it. We should simul it. Yeah, at, at least yeah. <laughs> you could have them. <laughs> Please take them.
2: I, I call Prue.
1: Oh, speaking of Prue, you just made he, me watch uh, Galaxy Quest. Are you guys familiar with this this thing? It seems like a Jameson movie. Mm-hmm. No of it. I have avoided all these years because I he really don't like him. Watch Allen.
3: it; it's amazing, great movie.
1: But it was it was it was okay. It was just okay. It was just okay. What? I, I uh-huh. ranted up on him last week with the uh-huh. Santa Claus nonsense. Awful.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you act like he had the Come on, man. <laughs> he was the reason why it was called the Santa Claus.
3: I just don't like it. Pretty okay. sure Disney
0: was like, Hey, that's what we're making it. Um
3: <laughs> well, that's
0: fine. So
1: Alan Rickman I mean I like Alan him, but Rickman. Do you like Alan Rickman? Do you like Sam
3: Rock? And uh, even my Rockwell, kids were like,
1: "Wait, is that Snape?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's Snape." And They figured it out by his voice more than more than anything. <laughs>
5: uh,
1: it, it was fine, and uh, Sigourney Weaver was uh, yeah, yeah. She she was a good actress in that movie, <laughs> and Sam Rockwell and Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, it it wasn't bad. It was fine. I just, I don't know if it'll go down as cult classic, cult classic. It's always good to watch one of those movies that there's lots of gifs and memes about that I can now know what they're talking about. So thanks, Prue.
2: Is it on a streaming service? You no, know, it's not, you and I had it to borrow
1: this damn thing from the lot. I borrowed it from the library on Blu-ray.
2: Oh, too bad! Because
1: that's how dedicated I was to the cause. It is. <laughs> it is on Paramount Plus. Some... Oh, look at that! No, <laughs> I checked. Maybe the a library,
2: light. like a. All right. Well, if it Fools. is,
0: maybe maybe not. I love that. If you website. go to the wonderful website justwatch.com, dot com and search for it, you All can right. usually t- well. It says it says it's streaming and, on uh,
1: uh, IceFire TV. So he's trying to get us to watch like a documentary about this movie, and that's on Amazon Prime. You can research that, JMO. God Simulator Three, Against the Storm PC game, <laughs> strategy sim and city building. How long to beat has it as a uh, hundred eighty hours, so we can get started now have talk about it next week uh t- <laughs> 10 hearts that's brand new right pile console pc
4: puzzle game brand Is new it a game puzzle pass, puzzle yes.
3: game or oh it's lemmings meets uh can can
1: Literal. Well, back toy in our soldiers. day, we kids used to play with toy soldiers and plastic men. And um, Far Cry 6 is available now. That's one series I'm not really familiar with, but it is quite popular.
2: I'm glad I bought that game and when it leaves Game
1: Pass. You can it then
0: yet. play it. Well, it might. Might be better just to buy the complete edition whenever it goes on deep sale, if I think that one DLC. I got,
2: yeah, I think that one I got the gold edition because Far cry's been doing uh older like remasters with their gold edition, so I got like Blood dragon remaster with yeah. it, yeah. something like that. Uh, another thing I learned is uh, if you do Ubisoft Plus, I think you yes. get all the DLC with their games. So yeah, if it's something that like you're ready for the DLC and you know you're going to knock it out, you can either buy it or you could sub to Ubisoft Plus for like a month and do it.
0: That's true. Would you be able to cross-save? I know there was some issues at the beginning when it released with some of the uh, things. That's like a question. The, I don't know. With Assassin's, I know. I think it was Assassin's Creed Valhalla had some issues cuz it was like a free play and then it was on Ubisoft uh or something and there were some issues that people were having with save so that I I mean might be something just to look into if you wanted to do something
3: like that if that would work or not I mean especially with that uh you know Prince of Persia game coming out soon and the fact that they just released you no know, Mirage and
2: I will be trying Ubisoft Plus January 11th There you yeah. go
5: all
1: righty. And games are leaving Game Pass, but I guess by the time you hear this, they'll be gone. But I wanted to point out that, I wanted to point out that Freem I think was have 100% a correct about Chained Echoes. That is Bye Bye. That's one of those games I would have loved 30 years ago. I'd love Chrono Trigger. Uh, I'd love to play Chain Deckos, but alas, it's gone. It's gone! Um, I guess you would still have time to play Rubber Bandits. That's a one to two hour easy completion. But Chain Deckos, bye bye. Opus Magnum, bye bye. Potion Craft, uh, which is another one Kush and Freem talked about on Game Passable.
3: Also, bye bye. I saw on, I saw a little thing on Twitter today that um, from Potioncraft oh, developers that teased maybe some more content coming. So we'll see. I mean, they could be doing that old DLC or you know update after it Leaves Game Day. Watch
1: out, indeed.
3: Uh, so watch out for that.
1: All right, we're nearing the end of our illustrious podcast. It is now time for Brad Camp. Or since Corey is here, we'll go back to the old school and say, Proclamation point. You're up first, Corey.
4: I'm pretty sure it's
2: been Brad Camp for like 200 episodes. Anyways, for completions, Z Drunken Monkeys has completed 900 games. Elroy OMJ is at 1,450 games. Sniped by a girl, 1,750 Magic Monkey, 1900. Sangrias, 3150. And Redemption Denied at 3,400 completed games.
3: In streaks, Wild West 08 is currently on a 200-day achievement win streak. Scarabay is 750 days, Benel 72 with 1,000, sniped by a girl with 3,700, Firehawk D with 4,000, and tied with Big L. <laughs>
0: All right, in gamer score we got PRTM Kluskerel with three hundred thousand gamer score, Chesno with eight hundred fifty thousand gamer score, and What the Fug with one point one million gamer score.
1: Oh man, Big L, Big L doesn't have a lot to read in leaderboards. Apto's eighty four is now in the top one hundred of the Australia TA Difference Leaderboard. I was looking to see if anyone tagged me and for Brad Camps. I tagged myself about the 4,000-day achievement win streak. That was fun. I said, go touch grass, loser. See? I said that to myself.
2: So proud of you.
1: You should be proud of me. It's a, it's a round number. All right, that's it for Milestones this week. Make sure you join us in the Discord where all the magic happens. We have tons of channels, tons of contests, the usual going on. Uh, We'd be very happy if you joined our Patreon. You get to help shape the podcast every week answering our question of the week. And we sometimes ask you guys for advice and ideas for the show. We always appreciate your input. Uh, Thank you so much for RockerDude to join us this week. Is there anything you'd like to to plug?
4: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's what you're supposed Uh, to ask guests,
1: right? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> sure, Big Al. Sure. The, uh, Wild West, Cooch Moose. I'm Big Al. And class is dismissed. Goodbye, everybody.
2: Bye.
4: Bye.
1: See ya. We love you, Foof. Who? He'll never hear
4: that. Oh.
7: back to NeverEnding Stories, a segment where I talk to patrons and staff about some of their long unfinished stories and campaigns. Joining me once again with another completion on his list is Mr. Scarovese. <laughs>
6: yes, thank you.
7: Complete with accent. Um, yes,
6: mandatory now.
7: <laughs> uh, how's it going?
6: Very good. How about you?
7: Right, I'm doing well. All the better for another wonderful chat with your fine self.
6: <laughs> yeah, always, always good to chat.
7: Yeah, about another game that you have completed. Uh, tell me, Scarface, what game are we going to be talking about?
6: Oh, let's see. Today it is Prince of Persia: The Forgotten Sands.
7: Ah, uh, yes, 360, Ubisoft title, released back in 2010, and a kind of, I guess, reboot of the series i think
6: pretty yeah they kind of keep forgetting about it and then like trying Mm -hmm. to bring it back which is ironic that they (laughs) named it forgotten sands then i guess but
7: oh good one yes (laughs) absolutely (laughs) so yeah it came out quite a long time ago and you started it quite a long time ago
6: i did yeah
7: yeah so you started it and about a year after release october 2011 and it's interesting because i don't know either you had a, a day off day to yourself <laughs> or you were just really really into the game because you did over half of the achievements 23 out of 40 achievements in one day <laughs> smashed it through <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, which took you to about the halfway point uh in the story i figured looking at the story achievements kind of an yeah. estimate well i looked at the last story achievement you got for beating the boss and in one of the solutions it says this is a mid-game boss battle so (laughs) there you go middle of the game
6: it definitely uh definitely gets a little bit more difficult in the second half but yeah i think story-wise it's roughly halfway
7: and then you put it down after that massive single day of of blasting (laughs) (laughs) uh came back the next month for a couple more and then silence (laughs)
6: <laughs> yeah.
7: <laughs> if anyone listened to our previous segments, they will know that you took a bit of a break. Uh, <laughs> bit of a a long break. Yeah. And yep. I'm a guessing couple, that couple years. this <laughs> this fell victim to that as well.
6: Yeah, I think it was on like my active list that I was, you know, going to get back to and then sold my Xbox and uh yeah, didn't didn't do anything achievement related mm. for oh what about eight years and yeah. uh then when i picked it all back up this this was definitely one that when i saw it on ta i was like yeah i liked that game mm-hmm. but now i have to purchase it again and then see if i have a save and Ooh. unlike the two that we talked about last time it turned out i had nothing on this one. Oh, so, no yeah well I had to start fresh mm,
7: at least it's not a long one <laughs> Um, yeah it wasn't she said
6: it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) it was not too bad i I think there could have been worse ones to start fresh
7: Mm, definitely well okay so the game itself is a 3d platformer yep um kind of platforming more in the style of i don't know assassin's creed well not parkour exactly but trying to think what the closest kind of thing would be to it
6: honestly it plays like a lot of the like open world games so assassin's creed isn't too far off um mm. you know yeah things with,
7: like, you're kind of scrambling up walls and yeah oh, well tomb raider actually i'd say tomb raider in, in some yeah. respects as well a, a bit more fluid uh, and combat <laughs> focused than tomb raider ever was yeah um but a lot of jumping uh, and jumping around kind of rooms navigating rooms vertically and horizontally to yeah get,
6: uh, both games really like horizontal. their poles that you spin off mm-hmm. of and do crazy flips to land onto other ledges so yeah to- tomb raider is a good analogy
7: <laughs> uh yeah well-placed poles I-, I was always impressed in tomb raider by the fact that the architects <laughs> built these elaborate rooms and then somebody went you know what Somebody might want to get from that point of the room to that point of the room. <laughs> yep,
6: yep. <laughs> so we should
7: put a pole right there well, to and allow them to swing across.
6: Sometimes it's like flags and the flags will be ascending on these poles up the side of the room. And it's like, you, you wouldn't do that. You know, if you're hanging flags around like a balcony, you'd just make them all level, wouldn't you? But yeah, then you couldn't use them for parkour, I guess. So <laughs> that goes straight out the window
7: amazing well you yeah so as we kind of said um you did so much in a single day and i assumed it's because you were enjoying it um did you do you remember all the way back then your kind of feelings on the game
6: um i didn't have any like long-lasting negative feelings which i definitely do for some other games that i started back then so i mean that's that's kind of a good sign for it mm. And it was it was kind of lucky as I was as I was looking through what I needed to do. The second time, I had already taken care of a couple of the like more difficult achievements in the first half of the game. So it was really smooth sailing when I picked it back mm. up this time.
7: Yes, because you have to complete some sections without well, specifically boss fights without taking any damage. Yeah, which um, is a mix of well-timed combat,
6: and quick-time events,
7: I want to say, as part of that.
6: Yeah, I don't think there's too many of those Mm. in the boss battle. Um, You pretty much just... You have some powers that you can use. There's one that either increases your damage, and there's one that increases your defense. And you can Mm. kind of pick which one of those you want to focus on, and then just kind of wail away at the boss. And you either need to pay attention to when those things are running out and re-up them or, you know, dodge and and learn the Mm. timing of of the boss.
7: Am I right in remembering that some of the boss fights also kind of move around? So there is navigation sections between kind of phases of the boss and if you're not careful, that's the point where you could take damage uh, in a kind of annoying way because you're kind of... kind of speed running between sections is like is it like the walls are falling apart or something yeah that's that that first
6: boss battle that you get to Mm. uh you're fighting a demon and he has like three phases and in between the two phases you're parkouring through the temple as it's crumbling and Mm -hmm. he's throwing fireballs at you from like down the hallway and -hmm. you can't take damage in any part of the boss fight and you can't take damage in the two parkour sections Mm -hmm. but that was an achievement that i got in 2011
7: I'll I'll tell you, I played this game in two thousand and twelve and it was not an achievement I got at that point. It's the final it's my final achievement of the game, so I, I had to go back and, and go for that one. I think it it took a few attempts for yeah. me to do it.
6: That one that one like I was looking at it and I was so thankful to two thousand and eleven me because that looks like it would have been just an absolute bear to take on. Mm-hmm. Um luckily the one at the end of the game for beating uh, him the second time without taking damage nowhere near as hard you're on a yep. platform he is pretty much not moving he has like five attacks he telegraphs them really well and you can just use your armor the whole time and as long as you notice that it falls you can just re-up it and then keep attacking
7: yeah and by, by that point you're pretty much powered up aren't you so yeah like yeah. Full armor, full health, full everything.
6: He also summons the enemies that you can use to get more mana to power your armor. So like it kind of <laughs> just it feeds itself. So that, that's
7: another that's another kind of trope with all uh, boss fights is you know uh, at some point you'd think the boss would realize that actually him summoning minions is actually hindering him yeah, because yeah. it's it's giving you health or regenerating yeah it's not uh, doing anything abilities. for him
6: i don't know what the point is for him it's just yeah they're just fodder for all of my superpowers so yeah it's a little silly um
7: <laughs> so you came back you had to rebuy the game so was it a physical copy that you owned originally
6: no? yeah i had it on disc hmm. i think um that was pretty much how i had all my games Mm -hmm. and then sold all the discs along with the old 360 and then i have some discs now that i've repurchased if i if i needed to but Mm -hmm. i've been buying a lot more digital now and this went on pretty steep sale um i think i mean it's like five bucks now so it was probably five bucks when i picked it up too
7: yeah yeah it's one of the ones that thankfully was made backwards compatible and also appears you know out of all the ones that they ignore um this one does does turn up uh, fairly often on, on a decent sale and i'd say worth a pickup for that cut price uh, yeah still
6: yeah five dollars um, if you like like parkour i mean mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a great game like even going back to it i i really didn't feel its age and i really didn't have too many problems with like the controls or anything so mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed going back to it, and I, I think I enjoyed it the first time too. So yeah, yeah, I
7: remember it being solid. Like, it doesn't set the world on fire. It's not like super like innovative or different or anything. But what it does, it does well. You know, in out jobs are good, and and it's not. I don't remember it being particularly buggy or or, or, or janky or anything like that. It's just a, a you know a decently well made game.
6: Yeah, I think that's uh I think that's a good summary. Which actually makes it seem even better now since so many things get released and are, you know, terrible or buggy or incomplete. So Yeah.
7: Or or just like overdone as well, overblown, like yeah, Ubisoft. Yeah. This is Ubisoft before they decided that every single game had to be a massive sandbox. Yep. With a million activities in.
6: Yeah, I'm really glad that I haven't played a open world Prince of Persia game, if one exists, because that feels like if they had uh kept this franchise going, that's the <laughs> absolutely the direction it would have gone in because yeah. Oh
7: almost definitely. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is a nice focused, you know, effort and there's something to be said for just making a game that just is what it is and, yeah. and doesn't try to be this massive thing, you know a false economy of of saying more is better
6: yep yeah there was there was Mm. a couple collectibles but not a whole lot and most of them were like you were interested in getting them because it did something for you like that's how you could get more powers so it it was it was kind of nice you know i didn't have to like go get feathers that meant nothing Mm -hmm. or You know whatever those other things are. If you miss
7: a collectible, though, if you miss a collectible, you'll have to redo the whole game, right? I think that's accurate. Yeah, Yeah, I, I seem to remember, and this is taking me back that (laughs) when I was doing it, I was following a guide, and I want to say it was IGN, might be wrong, and the guide was missing a collectible. Oh no. <laughs> so I got that's to awful. the point where I was like, why does not my count not line up to what they're saying it should be? And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, basically I had to do a, a speed run of the game again just to no focus good. on collectibles. <laughs> Painful. Man. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's on me for not being more thorough with my own you know exploration and stuff and just relying too much on guides
6: yeah that's also kind of a sign sign of the times that's that's i think probably the only spot where the game kind of shows its age because most you know like triple a titles now kind of have dealt with that either with chapter select or you can always mm-hmm. go back somewhere or you know whatever it is but yeah some of these older 360 games you didn't really have those options so <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
6: yeah that's absolutely. kind of a downside So you came back uh, middle of
7: July and in pretty much two days, you wrapped the whole thing up. You smashed through the story, getting all the cumulative... It's got quite a lot of cumulative stuff in, uh, which is basically like killing a of enemies with all the various different kind of abilities and moves that you have available to you. And I don't remember you having to grind those out necessarily as long as you, like focused on variety so like do all the stuff like don't just do the same move again and again and again
6: yeah and there are some enemies that are like weak to a specific type of move so like you'd want Mm -hmm. to naturally use like this aerial finisher on these guys when you see them and there's an achievement for like do that 15 times and there's more than 15 of those guys so most of them kind of kind of came naturally as you as you played but yeah if you just completely ignore a move uh, it's it's gonna punish you for it because you will not get that achievement.
7: And then you collect every upgrade, which again, I think, as long as you're doing everything you can along the way, you have enough. I don't know. How do you? Did you buy the upgrades? Is it? Yeah, you experience get like points? when you level remember.
6: up, you get like a a gem, and then you slot the gem to like this wall of upgrades, and mm. you do come in a little bit short unless you weren't very good at some sections. Um I think the the walkthrough said that you might be like three levels short and I was only one level short. Mm. (laughs) So I must have failed at some particularly combat heavy spots and accidentally racked up a bit more XP than I should have according to the walkthrough. So (laughs) the last level is very enemy heavy though. So it says like, you know, just don't finish this level until you have all your upgrades so right if you kind of know that that's coming it, it's pretty easy to make sure that you don't miss it
7: mm-hmm. and then um you finish the story and just went ahead and completed the whole game it's not a difficult game to complete right you, there's no hard playthrough there's no new game plus there's no stupid grinds like <laughs> ridiculous stuff
6: yeah it's kind of nice that way
7: it's it's fully completable it comes in at eight to ten hours and it's got a 17 percent completion rate which is actually lower than i thought it would be
6: yeah i was kind of surprised about that too because yeah like you said there's no difficult like no difficulty based achievements it's just those Mm. two don't take damage during the boss fight ones that are really Mm -hmm. like the only you know very skill-based ones
7: yeah, the lowest ones are, are those and the collectibles one, which uh, I guess, because it's missable and because if you cock it up, then you're, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that might be something that people have, have failed on. In fact, <laughs> it's funny, the achievement itself is called got walkthrough, <laughs> which in my case, the I answer know. was yes. <laughs> yes, it. Well, I did but it was wrong
6: It's not a good enough walkthrough that's the problem yeah, uh,
7: yeah but you finish the whole thing 40 achievements uh, 1000 game score and it's a 1.3 ratio so you know it's, it's kind of 360 it was never games with gold I don't think and it's never been game pass either
6: yeah see those things would have really helped it <laughs>
7: it would have and
6: and that's why it kind of keeps
7: it low it keeps it in that kind of 360 range of yeah. you know l- relatively low scoring compared to games that come out these days uh, especially to game pass yeah and in fact i think about it it kind of should be i think on well is it not on even ubisoft plus i'm just looking now would we know that on ta
6: yeah i think they have a tag for it now so it surprises me. They were kind of right? selective. Ubisoft was kind of selective with what they put on there. It's not like guess, their whole catalog.
7: I know it's old, but it's it's decent, you know? It does, it does job. And especially because they're making a new Princess Persia game. Right. So you would think it would kind of be a good kind of background marketing tool to be like, hey, remember these games? They're great, you know? look forward to the new one kind of thing
6: yeah maybe they'll maybe they'll add these when the new one comes out as like a hey Mm. we're putting all four prince of persia games on ubisoft plus yeah. Mm.
7: yeah in fact so the whole series on xbox is covered by the original side-scrolling one, well, kind of a remake of that uh, that was done in XBLA, and which I covered on this segment months ago because um, myself and GT3 Option fan had it on our lists, uh, and that is puni- that is punishingly difficult.
6: <laughs> yeah, that one did not sound like fun when you guys were talking about it. <laughs> no, no,
7: it's This one it's was not. great,
6: so I was glad it was not that one.
7: <laughs> yeah, and then there's also the 2008 one, which I know quite a lot of my friends have played, and is quite well liked i think but i have never played it Mm. uh you have though and you've nearly completed it too
6: yeah it's a lot like forgotten sands it's the same you know like 3d parkour style um you have powers and and different weapons um i think in that one the collectibles are really rough um Mm. and then it also got uh title update after i was you know after i had played it so i have most of the base game achievements for that one um and then i haven't touched the the epilogue but
7: oh, okay would would you have to rebuy that one if you wanted to to do it
6: i think i got that when i got forgotten sands so i do own it now um i don't know if i own i guess it's not a title update i guess it's dlc i can't tell it says add on so it does but, but it, it cost ten dollars.
7: Oh, is there a price? Mm.
6: Yeah. So yeah, I guess I have to buy that if I want to get back mm. to it. But. Before
7: the store closes, yeah. it's gonna be uh, <laughs> it's gonna be on the chopping list. So. May
6: need to add that to my list of things to do.
7: Although actually no, it is backwards compatible, so it should be safe. But who knows with these days. Yeah. Yeah.
6: <laughs> It'll be like one month after they close the non backwards compatible one that they tell you about the backwards compatible stuff. Don't say that, don't say that.
7: This is bad enough. Uh, Awesome. Okay, and that's it. And that's it. There hasn't been a Prince of Persia game since 2010. And that is a shame. And I really do hope that this one they're making does come to fruition. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, which is more in the style of the original ones to 2.5D, as they call it. mm. And then also they were doing a remake of Sands of Time, but no remakes or reboots of this one.
6: That's a shame. I guess
7: it's just not classic enough to make the cut.
6: Maybe if they put it on Ubisoft Plus, they'd get more people to play it, and then there'd mm-hmm. be more interest in it. <laughs> yeah. They're shooting themselves in the foot. <laughs> I would classify it as a hidden gem, Yeah, I think, pretty yeah. much. I. I in fact,
7: it. you gave it four stars, and I gave it four stars.
6: There you go. Yeah, with, like you said, with, it's it's solid. It doesn't try yeah. to do too much. And it doesn't really have any problems. It just,
7: mm-hmm.
6: you know, I, I'm never gonna rate it as like my best, my favorite game ever. But mm-hmm. yeah, no complaints. Awesome.
7: Thank you again for joining me uh, and talking yeah. to me about Prince of Persia. Uh, for it, it set my nostalgia kind of memories going because, like I say, I did it about uh, eleven years ago myself uh, and enjoyed it. So uh, it kind of made me long for another one.
6: Um, <laughs> Yeah I, yeah, I like hearing about these segments all the time because it has that almost every time for me because it's, you know, people playing games from like 10 plus years ago a lot of yeah. the time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to hear people's fresh takes on going through games that you played that long ago. So.
7: Yeah, you hear that, guys? you don't We don't always need to just hear about the new shiny things. Yeah. Sometimes we like hearing about the old stuff.
6: I mean, we have like the main podcast segment who jumped to all the new yeah all the new
7: you know shovelware and yeah yeah (laughs) need
6: someone who isn't going to talk about east asia soft for the entire thing (laughs) sick
7: sick burn (laughs) it's okay this is a safe space we can say what we want (laughs) they're not listening
6: well that's probably true so (laughs) awesome
7: okay well thank you again for joining me scaravese and i hope to speak to you again soon with another one of your never ending stories
6: yeah i'll do what i can